So we're here a week later doing another ramble, as I as I, as I would call it. Um, we did endeavour to get our uh, our good friend Beardy on. Uh, I'm not sure if he's, he ever listens, but um, uh, we've we've failed so far. However, Mr. Michael Starkey has been very kind. It's eight. It is eight a.m. Is it ten past eight in the morning there? Ten past eight in the morning. Yes, 10 past sir. Eight in the morning. So you've you, you've very kindly donated your time, and I was shocked to hear what you told me about what time you wake up. Oh, four forty-five. Four forty-five every morning. Every morning, four forty-five a.m. Working back when we start working at six. So when you do you work out like somewhere else, or do you do that at home, like at a gym or something, or whatever? Yeah, local gym. Um, it's. Um, the Y we call it YMCA. Okay. Um, they're all over the all over the United States. Um, yeah, just local gym, ten minutes away. I'm there when the doors open. It's it's good. I've got to find time to do it. I can't do it anymore after work. I can't do it. Uh, can't do it after a day of work. I used to be able to do that in my uh, you know you're, younger younger years. You but... You're only about thirty five. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. That's. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, we're all, we're only getting older, Matt. So uh, yeah, can't 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 do the uh, after work workouts anymore. I will go two a day sometimes um, if I've got a little break in the you know the early afternoon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Provided Rexham's not playing or I'm not just randomly doing a space on the back porch or something like that, I'm gonna get another okay. workout in. But yeah, um, four forty-five, wake up, alarm goes off, and I'm at the gym at uh, five or shortly after. Well, I'm uh, well, I'm still in the London nod. At that time in the morning, um, so yeah. I, I I envy you. Um, however, um, there is some more exciting news. Are we allowed to talk about this? We are allowed to talk about this because obviously it's uh, Shermanga. What, what are you talking about? No, more important than that is Mr. Starkey's next visit is 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 penciled wow. in. It's, it's pending, isn't it? It's pending now. We're coming back. We are we are booked. The the return is uh, November twenty third for okay. uh, Morecambe. Uh, Harrogate away. The, the Harrogate's the 28th, the 25th. Um, I will leave here the 23rd, which is Thursday, get there on Friday the 24th, work them on the 25th, have a couple more days, um, thankfully, than, uh, than in April. It's not a you know, yeah, day and a half trip job. over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically a week. Um, so very excited, excited to see you again, my friend, and, um, you know, the, the new friends, the old friends, and everybody in between. You need to let me know what you need. Like, if you need a lift, or if you need a bed, or if you need anything, you need to let me know so that I can pencil it in and what have you. So uh, I'm I sure you'll be it. inundated with offers. People, you know, uh, better than me will put you up or drive you places. But if you need me, then obviously just let me know. I appreciate that, Matt. I will, my friend. Okay. So shall we? Uh, we'll just, because there's not much club news around i just thought we would have a quick look at some club news and then we'll go into yeah. our usual sort of uh match reviews um because obviously we played two games since we last spoke um and then we'll we'll do some transfer tittle tattle because there's a couple of obviously we're coming up to the end of a transfer window on friday 11 yes. o'clock our time which would be oh, 5 a.m uh, 
Uh, it's, well, it's, it's evening. For I'm you. at 5 p.m. Sorry, it's 5, 5 p.m. for you. So tea yeah. time for you. That's quite good. Um, yeah. Because obviously there's a couple of names that seem to be. Um, the, the rumors seem to be solidifying. You know, it, there does seem to be something in it, doesn't there? So we'll we'll talk about yes. that, and then we'll look ahead to what the game that I've been looking forward to the most um, is tr- the Tranmere games. Just because I think I, I, I we spoke about this before. I think um, mm-hmm. it's it, it's a local team. We've got a bit yes. of history with them from you know when yes. we were a bit better. So um, that sort of rivalry i'm doing some inverted because obviously yeah. chester is closer yeah. technically but yes. these are probably as close i think these are as close as we get so uh so yeah i've got a bit so we're looking for, we'll look ahead to sort, to sort of that and newcastle i guess we might touch on um yeah. newcastle under 21s yeah, or 23s whatever yeah. whatever it is um so we'll do that so um club news um when I was uh, scouting around before, obviously there's not an awful lot. Uh, I guess it's important for people to know that Stockport tickets go on sale tomorrow. So we're recording yes. this on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday. Now they've made a, obviously this doesn't affect you yet, but I'm not sure how you're going to get tickets when you come over, whether you've got yeah. that all sorted or whether you're planning on doing a website buy-in type job, but they've got yeah. rid of the, they got rid of the queue for the ticketing system. So tomorrow it's just going to be, I don't know. It's just going to be bed. <laughs> probably it's like, going to be absolute chaos. It's, um, cha- it's chaos. And anyway. that news just broke. Yeah. An hour ago, they put the, the club put that on Twitter. Yeah. Or, or maybe a little longer than that, two or three hours ago at this point now. But um, the fact that they've gotten rid of the queuing system, um, which obviously is not great and i do not envy um the obviously thousands over there uh in wales and around the uk that have to deal with that type of system but they said in the article that they released which i thought was very interesting that um essentially a quote you know we we've listened to the fans and, and heard of the the ticketing struggles and those types of things so what we're going to do is just completely get rid of the queuing system and it's just going to be a fucking free-for-all yeah i don't know if that's the way to go about it either um we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow yeah i mean last season it was a bit different because obviously we weren't always buying tickets from wrexham obviously some of the clubs sold the tickets yeah um and it's weird because we like we we had very little problem that i can remember it was only it was always on the the wrexham site that we had trouble so that that drives you to believe it's the traffic it's the volume of people but the other thing the other thing about the queuing system one time i went on to go and try and get to the shop and obviously you couldn't get to the shop because you were stuck in the queue yep so actually they could probably make some sort of variation to say to people listen if you want the shop or club news and the website click this link if you're waiting to be in the queue click this link and actually that that might help but you know these people know more about it than me i'm definitely not a web developer and uh you know a ticketing expert Uh, all i know is that like it can be frustrating for people I, i was trying to get tickets last time i had a couple of devices going and like one device because i hadn't cleared the cash and cleared me cookies wouldn't get into the queue whereas another oh, device yeah. would get into the queue even though i was logging yeah. on at the same time so there is some little technical issues and glitches that crop up that just drive yep. people mad because they're so eager to go aren't they um Absolutely. so yeah let's i guess that one we're gonna have to see aren't we let's see because people will still know yeah. because not everyone's gonna get a ticket are they've got 900 tickets so um you know, we're not going to get the tickets. So that just, you know, that is what it is. Um, are, are you going to be, 
Yeah, I'll be, I'll be in the queue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, technically, yeah. I start work at ten o'clock. Um, yeah. But tomorrow, my work will be uh, on that on that side. I'll give it a go. I I would need I need to work out actually. It would be at least three, maybe four tickets. I've got a very slim chance. I'll, I'll give it a go. If I don't get it, I don't get it. Do I? What can I yeah. do? I can't do anything other than then try and buy them if people are selling them. Um, Absolutely. You know, people can't go um, because somebody's always ill or has to. Uh, yes. you know, work or something. So I'll just pick up the pieces afterwards, don't you? Um, well, the, the the silver lining there, my friend, is that inevitably here in about two and a half months, three months now, uh, I will also be asking for spares. Um, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> to you're hair, to hair and get away. So we'll we'll see what happens there as well, brother. Yeah. Okay. So um, other little little uh, quite a cool piece of news was that. Um, on uh, which is really for people who are local to Wrexham, I guess. Um, on the end of this week, Thursday and Friday, uh, they're inviting people to go down to the race course, um, okay. to the car park, to have uh, only for an hour each day to have their photos taken with the trophies from last season yeah. and stuff. So that's yeah. quite cool, um, you know, especially people who've got kids, etc. Because uh, it's the end of the school school holidays here this week. Okay. Um, I don't know if you what your situation is over there with school holidays and stuff, but the kids all go back next week, so that's great for 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 those for, you know for parents and stuff. Get yeah. out of the house for an hour, go and stand in a queue, have a chat, and uh, yeah. hopefully the weather's good for them people. Um, yeah, uh, that's uh, you know those are good memories, really, aren't they? You know they are, they are, they are. To to you know to be. To be a, a young child or an old child like you and I, and uh, yeah. be able to take pictures, be able to take pictures in front of the trophy with your family and those types of things, or trophies. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good stuff. That's that's a good move in the club spot. It's quite a common thing to be done. If you you might obviously, I don't, I've never been to an NFL stadium. You probably have, but we do this normally as part of the tours of the stadiums. In, yep. So. Um, if you go to some of the big stadiums in this country, whatever trophy you won last, if you've got it, or uh, they give replicas a lot of the time to the uh, to the clubs, so for for display, yeah. Um, yeah. they can uh, have photos with it, uh, in, you know, in 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 those places, and they'll try and sell you the photo. They'll have a proper photographer try and charge sure. you ten or fifteen quid or whatever for the photo. Um, but uh, yeah, it's quite common that. So so that's quite you know, it's just a cool little thing actually. Um, it is. To do. Hopefully they will integrate that. If they do the tours again, hopefully they will integrate that um, into the tour because that'll be, uh, you know, that'll really add value. I agree. I agree. Um, obviously, uh, when I was over there in April, we had not, uh, you know, won the won the, uh, the league as of yet. Um, so I didn't have a chance to uh, see the trophy and, and lay fingers and lips on it. Uh, <laughs> hoping to do that in November. We were a day away, weren't we, uh, basically? We were. We were. A we day were. We were. Uh, wasn't far off, but uh, yeah. Um, Correct. So I guess the the big moves were made by the women this week. The women have just sort of confer yeah. confirmed some players uh, and signed a couple. So they signed Luisa Doran and Charlotte Bolland um, mm -hmm. uh, ahead of the new season. And then they they had four more players sort of uh, renew stroke sign on. They were Libby McKenzie, Ruby Jones, Natasha Spear, and Lily Whitefoot. Now, for people, yes. there's lots of action. There is loads of interest in this women's team, and obviously, it's going to there be is. on TV for us. I'm not sure. Um, might be more difficult for people across the pond, um, unless mm -hmm. you've got a uh, hooky fire stick, as we would describe it. I don't IPTV. I'm not sure what you guys would call it, um, but obviously, it's going to be on uh, Welsh TV for us. So that will mm -hmm. be some interesting viewing on Sundays for people. Um, 
So, uh, and they got a good turnout. They're sort of, uh, you know, at the race course, they sold it out. So there is interest oh, yeah. there. They've got to keep it going. Um, so these are big moves because you've all, you know, to maintain the interest, you've got to have a competitive team, haven't you? 100%. <laughs> so if you haven't got a competitive team and you're losing all the time, the interest won't be there. So those are yeah. really big, uh, those are, those are really big sort of, uh, sort of big moves for the, for the, uh, for the ladies. Um, cause they've kind of been trying to rebuild that, uh, cause not everybody, some people have left, people will have seen people like Mia yeah. Roberts, Neil Roberts, his daughter left. Yeah. A few people left yeah. because some of them will be going off to uni and, you know, doing other things. Sure. Um, not everybody was just sort of released by the club as it were. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm definitely hoping that, um, you know, much like they did last year for a couple of the matches, they put it on, um, you know, maybe somehow I follow or something like that. Um, that would be, you know, be great for the international fans like myself. I never thought that, you know, in a million years I would be watching, um, you know, international women's football from from <laughs> northeast wales oh, i get that yeah, um yeah. but we i mean was was you know just as into it as i as i am the men's game um it was uh, fascinating to watch and, and cheer them on and see how they sold out the race course uh and and you know we're able to play in front of so many fans last year i have no doubt they'll be able to do it again this year and uh hoping that um you know we can get some of those games online over here yeah so thing, even if they put them on Wrexham player a day after or something, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. or highlights on YouTube or yes. whatever, they did something. Let's just try and um, obviously, uh, dare I mention the words England, but England got to the Ladies World Cup final recently. Um, mm. I'm looking at you like I'm not really expecting you to have watched that or have had much interest in it. But Didn't watch that match, but I know they did. Yeah, so that's the type of momentum that obviously we have to, uh, we have to go off the back of, you know. Um, you have to piggyback on that and ride that momentum sort of thing. Um, yeah. I'm pe- by the way, I'm periodically keep checking Twitter here. I'm look, I'm waiting for something like potentially to break. So am I. Because uh, so uh, am I. You know, it's... in the middle of a pod, breaking news. Yeah, it would be. That would be. It would be. It would, Nothing would be yet. No, there was just a Wrexham update, but that was just. That was just, they've just tweeted yeah. to tell you that these four people have signed on that we've just literally talked about that's been on the yes. website already. So, yes, they uh, do. So, uh, so, yeah. Um, so, uh, from a news point of view around the club, I think that's pretty much it. Is, have I missed anything? Can you think of anything? I mean, I'm, you know, I've, I've been on the club no. website. Nope. I think that's pretty much it. Um, you know, just waiting for the, um, I mean, almost uh, a number of hours at this point, um, just over 48 hours until the window closes. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next two days. And we will, uh, well, we will, uh, the transfer news will, uh, we, we'll, we will come on to. Uh, sure. Because obviously it's, um, it's so important. So I think it's become obvious, it's become so important to us now. Mm-hmm. Um, take a giant step special guests, exclusive interviews, and behind-the-scenes insights. It's all on the Racecourse Ramble podcast. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, if it's all right with you, we'll do these in chronological order, just because it's easier for me. Um, uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll start with, obviously, Saturday. So you predicted a 3-1 win, I think, was it? I think, and I said it'd be a draw. <laughs> I'm claiming, obviously, all the glory here, because... Uh, I knew it was a muggy gaff to go to to try and get a result. So we go to Barrow, we yeah. draw one all. Uh, Elliot Lee scored our goal after 12 minutes from the penalty yeah. spot. Uh, and Aqua scored their equaliser after 52 minutes. Yep. Um, 
so let's let's uh, let me do a bit of let's do some fancy trickery here. Let's see if we can do some uh, screen sharing and see if that uh, can you see that? I can, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So that was our lineup. So let's just make sure we because obviously uh, we always talk about lineups and we're trying to guess who's playing and what. Uh, yep. So Mark Howard obviously started in goal. Uh, Fordy came in. Uh, O'Connell, Tozer, and Boyle remained the sort of that's been the consistent back three really, um, apart from the cup games. Uh, and Mendy, uh, Mendy did start. Then Luke Young came in, didn't he? So we got the we got the midfield that everybody said they wanted to see the Luke, Young and O'Connor sort of yep. almost double pivot with Elliot yep. Lee ahead, uh, and then Palmer and Bickerstaff up front. So. Um, for me, I was quite confident seeing that side um, as we uh, as we sort of go to an away game in uh, Barrow. Uh, I, th- I don't think I could have... Mm, I'm trying to say, if you knew perhaps Hayden was fit or Tony Cliff was fit, you might have, sure. before the game, you might have had a bit of loyalty to them because they've been here for longer. You might have pushed one of them in. But realistically, I, I think that would have been the team. That, you know, I was happy with that team. What were your, what were your thoughts at the, at the announcement time? Yeah, very happy with the midfield. Um, I, I'm I'm one that has constant concerns about our midfield, um, even with the issues that that um, not that we are currently having issues in goal, but with Foster retiring, Howard yeah. coming back in, and not having a lot of minutes the last you know eight matches of the season last year, the first couple of matches of the season this year, um, aside from Wigan, obviously. Um, I, I just. I have, I still have concerns in midfield, but that three uh, of Young O'Connor and Lee, I just feel that's our best three in midfield right now um, that can do a couple of different things. And again, not to, you know, beat a dead horse, so to speak, but I said last week, if we have O'Connor in the midfield, he can sit in front of that back three, help shore up some of the defensive issues we have right now, cover some of those spaces, cover some of those gaps. Youngie being an anchor, being able to move forward when we're deep in possession, and then obviously Lee being able to, I mean, be one of the top scorers in League Two right now, but um, being able to be, you know, an attacking midfielder and, and do what he does and be creative on the ball. So we we're, 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 from that point of view, we're pretty happy. We, you know, uh, certainly yeah. the, the the time we kick off, we think we're in as good a shape. Bearing in mind we've got players out, and you you, you know you kind of can't fix that, can you? Um, sure. We're in as good a shape as we can be. Uh, and then the game plays out. First half went our way. I thought, you know, we looked we looked threatening. Yes. Um, um, we seem to be in control, comfortable. I don't remember them having a first half shot, but I could be wrong. Um, but you know, it looked comfortable. So half time, we're one nil up, aren't we? And Elliot mm-hmm. Lee scored the pen. Uh, for the foul on uh, Palmer, I think it was in the in the box of pull or a drag down, yep. Yep. Um, and seemingly uh, seemingly we're, lo- we're looking comfortable. Is that that's fair comment? Yeah, I don't think there's uh, no dramas, was there? No, I think so. Um, I think it's pretty fair assessment of the first half. So what we so at halftime, you've probably picked up. You've probably picked up your phone and started messaging people. Tell me what was to give me the and because I'm, I'm gonna this is a loaded question that I'm about to ask. Yeah. So yeah. basically tell me what your thoughts were at half time. Like comfortable, this is great, or this is okay. Yes. What were your what were your um what were your... yeah, felt good, uh felt good about Howard. And, and again, it was you know, um there were still concerns um 
you know, a little, little, um, our, our wingers, I wasn't, um, I, I was, I was glad to see the wingers perform, push forward a little bit, be creative offensively. Um, felt good about the midfield uh, because that midfield three um, is who I would go with the midfield right now. It's just um, our, our pace up front at striker and okay. the, the creativity that, you know, it's funny to say this because now we're sort of splitting hairs and, and it gets to be moaning and complaining to an extent because we're one of the top scoring teams in league two right now. We create chances, we create crosses in the box, we put balls in the box repetitively and consistently, but we're just not converting on those opportunities right now for whatever reason. Yes, part of that is because we're missing balls, um, but there's also just some missed chances um, and not just in yeah. the Barrow match, you know, throughout the last couple of matches, there are missed opportunities um, and some of the other pods and, and, and you know, the conversations on the spaces and things like that have touched on this. So I don't want to, again, beat a dead horse. But, you know, you say if Moles is in there, he, he you know, he converts those chances. He puts that ball in the back of the net. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, because, again, you don't know how the ball and the tactics and the, you know, where he would even be. Uh, I get that. To, yeah, like, to where that ball came in. Exactly. It's, so It's a bit simplistic to say that he would automatically very score. Much. But very it's, much. It's the, it's the sentiment is right in the fact that if you've got, our ultimate finisher in the same Absolutely. situation, chances are he would like, for instance, Bickerstaff has a one-on-one. Um, you might yeah. never be able to recall it. I rewatched yep. the highlights just before. Yep. Bickerstaff has a one-on-one in the first half. I think it is uh, with the keeper and the keeper saves it. And you just he think does. that an experienced pro like Mullin might have done a different finish and that a two nil, the game is diff- potentially different then, isn't it? That's, yep. I think that's the point in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's one to where, you know, in Bickerstaff's a whole other conversation because he is in a lot of fans eyes changed his own, you know, perception um, because he's 21 years old. A lot of fans, especially back in the summer after the tour were saying, Oh, he's an obviously lone, you know, he's an obviously um, an alone, alone yeah, player, yeah, yeah. loanable player back to the national league. And again, we talked about this last week, Matt, he's, he is somebody who has changed his own perception um, because of the chances he's created and, and yeah. having two and two, um, two goals in two matches and things like that. But, um, you know, again, we'll see what happens, brother. Yeah, so I, I, I understand your point. So my loaded question was because I'm going to basically I'm going to gloat sort of. So I'm not sure actually now thinking about it, whether this is going to show on here. Right. Uh, let's see if it'll show if I'm not. <laughs> uh, it's, if I'm uh, out of the way, does it show? No. Right. No, it's still blurred. blurred. It's because I've got the blur yeah. filter on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so um, basically, I, I I messaged my good friend at halftime, who, who I know was also watching via the uh, power of uh, magic, yeah. <laughs> just in case any yes. of the TV yes. authorities are with. Uh, yes. And I, uh, this was at 3.55 this hour time. So I put good half, but don't be fooled. Barrow have done f all. That was my they, that was exactly. that was my message, right? That's true. So, so the people who've watched a lot of football were all messaging. They were all on. We we're all online going. You wait. They'll score with the first shot that they have on goal. Six minutes in or whatever. What happens? <laughs> the first shot they have on goal. Hundred percent. I think his name is Emil Aqua. Pings it top corner. Right. Mark Howard has zero chance. There is yeah, no, no goalkeeper yeah. saving that. Yeah. Forget whether you like Mark Howard or a Foster yeah. or Leighton. Nobody's saving that. It's unsavable. Uh, 
And they, and all of a sudden you sat there and you're going, all those chances we've missed, it comes back yeah. to haunt you. And Absolutely. That's, that's the difference. And that's why it's important, like what yes. you're saying. Because um, people, I think if you were to look at that game, what you, what you've, the point you've made is what I was going to make. You've got to be more clinical, right? Because yes. you've got to finish, finish games. And Parky would say that. Yes. That's not being of critical of a team. That's understanding how this game works, isn't it? You know, you're not being, you know, like I was saying about Bickers there, that, you know, that I'm not criticising him, you know, and we don't even know if Moles would have scored or not, do we? If, if it was Moles in that, you don't know. Um, but you have to understand that, you know, you have to, when you've got that momentum and that authority on a game, you have to kill it off. Uh, and that was the mistake that they've, uh, that they would have, uh, they would, they'll be kicking themselves that they didn't kill it off because, uh, you know, if we look at the, you look at like you're talking talk about the stats and statistically, um, you know, uh, our X, so X, our XG is 2.25 to theirs yep. 0.20. That yes. is cri- it's criminal, that is. Yes, um, yes. Uh, so if that XG is above one, you're normally, you're doing okay. Yep, you're normally doing okay. Because yep. XG takes into account the quality, the angle, everything to do with uh, uh, opportunities and chances, it takes into account. Um, yes. You were talking about shots. You know, we've we've made more than double the we've had more than double the amount of shots. Yes. We've created more big chances. Um, you know, we've but you've basically dominated that game and just been done on one counter attack, really. Yep. Um, that's you know, people go on about the chance they had at the end that Mark Howard saved. If you actually watch it back, it's a pretty routine save. It's easy for him. Yeah, a play a goalkeeper of his quality should save that. Um, yes. You question how they get the the header, but you know those are the, and how does the cross come in? Those are the real questions. Um, but they've done they've done next to nothing other than that. Um, no, and part of that is because I don't know they were a different team after halftime. They definitely came out, you know, much stronger. Um, to be fair, they'd obviously been rattled at halftime, hadn't they? He'd obviously oh, uh, yeah. Pete Wilde had obviously <laughs> given them a rollicking, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and said go and win the second half. The same as what happened with us at. Um, at home the other day to Swindon, uh, I bet Parky said to him at least win the second half. Um, so, uh, so yeah, second half was it was like a, a different game. You would you you would call this a game of two halves just because you know we weren't as yeah. dominant, we weren't allowed to play as much, um, and therefore you know we didn't create as many chances in the second half. Um, and then I guess you know they you come away feeling like. That quote that Rob, I think it was Rob, did it in the documentary. Is the talks about draws. You can see him as a win, or you can see him as a loss. Um, and against 100%. Swindon, we saw the draw as a as a win. Absolutely, about because we've come Absolutely. back. Absolutely, yes. Whereas against Barrow, it would probably feel like you'd be a bit flat. It would feel like points dropped because we yeah. were so dominant in that first half. Um, we were. And that, that's the, those are the lessons that you have to learn. Like in the National League, we were playing against much, the quality of the players was not the same. Uh, we were much better. Um, and so you could get away with not quite being on it some weeks. What's clearly a lot of people have underestimated is, is the step up. Uh, and yeah. I think it's, you know, I yeah. think these teams will punish you. Uh, they'll get wins yeah. from draws. They'll get draws from when they were losing. Uh, and we've got to be a bit more street smart is how I would uh, how I would describe it. Yeah. Clinical at the net, clinical in the box. We have to finish, put chances away. Um, it, it's like you said, you know, we, we not not to be repetitive, but our, our good friend Joe says that, you know, when you're in the National League, you're playing plumbers and postmen. 
yeah. uh, you know, we are we are not any longer, and there is quality at every position on every team uh, in, in League Two. And if you don't put the ball in the back of the net, um, you know, if you, if you don't play quality defense, they will make you pay. And, and we we just saw the stats. Or you pulled them up. I don't know if everybody else could see them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you you see the chances, the 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 um, the corners that we had, how we outnumbered them, the corners, um, shots, big chances, all those kind of things. And again, it just it boils down to finishing. And um, yes, it's going to improve inevitably when Mullis comes back. Again, we can't rely on that because right now, like you said, Matt, we have to make sure that we're putting the ball in the back of the net. Somebody has to and and, and convert on those chances um, and put matches away when we have the opportunity to. Just let's just touch on that then quickly because there's a I guess there's there's debate at the moment I guess because we've got yeah. if you think about it obviously Mullin will will start when he's fit. Yep. I guess the question is like we've got Palmer who kind of officially um, yeah Phil Parkinson said said he wanted somebody that will do Mull's legwork for him. Yep. Um, yep. So uh, we've got Palmer in the side. Uh, Bickerstaff, Dolby, and Waters. So we've got these other, we've got these other four strikers. I mean, is it harsh to say we should be expecting more from them? Should we have upgraded them? What should we have done? As we uh, sit here now, you know, you've got yeah. two days left to do something. We'll talk sure. later about the fact that it sounds like we are going to do something. Yeah. But what, what, you know, with 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 the benefit of hindsight, what should we have done? I don't, I, I don't think that the benefit of hindsight is, I think, I think saying the benefit of hindsight, which I understand why you're asking that, I think that's a little harsh here because we're in the situation that we're in essentially because we lost our star striker to a, a you know, random event yeah. um, in a preseason match over here in the U.S. So I think it may be a little harsh to say we should have done something. Um, with the way that Dolby came on toward the end of the year last year, and, and you know we can have a whole other uh, a whole other uh, conversation about Super Sam Dolby right now. Um, I, I, getting a, a lot of criticism. Uh, yeah, um, I've seen that. I was, I'm glad fans. you touched on it. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, from from fans on on Rex and Twitter and social media and those types of things. Um, but I think it, I think it may be a little harsh, even in hindsight, to say we should have you know brought somebody in, we should have signed somebody, uh, because at the end of the day, we are still top of League Two in goals scored. Yeah, um, we're still towards the top in chances created, those yeah. types of things. I think we are so, top. I think we are. We might be. Yeah, too, yeah. I think we are we, top. Yeah. Uh, top in chances. So it's one of those to where I don't know if we need to. Um, necessarily sign somebody you know that we talked about this last week again matt the the you know we don't need to bring in shamanga for half a million pounds yeah, we don't okay. need to overpay um you know for the striker at harrogate um you know yeah. it, it's just Armstrong, not yeah. i understand what you're saying strong. it's yeah, not, it's it, not it's emergency just, type of dire yeah, straits no. we must do this we don't we don't need to break the you know the wage system um, and, and knee-jerk react for any reason right now, especially because Moles is injured. He will inevitably eventually be back, yep. um, hopefully in the next month or so, month or two. Um, but until then, I feel like we have pieces in place to be able to put the ball in the back of the net as we've shown these first couple of games of the season. 
just a uh, let's play devil's advocate then. Are yeah. we too reliant then on Paul Mullin? Is that part of our problem? Because we're saying, right? I understand what you're saying. When you're because if, if, if Elliot we were... Lee scored five, he's our top scorer. Is he with five? Absolutely, yes. Five-ish. So are we? Sure. Are we? too reliant on would we ideally like those goals to be spread around a little bit more or does it not matter we don't care who scores um but the problem then is if obviously if it is always a mullin or a lee yeah then when you haven't got them then you're left you're left sort yeah. of you're left regretting missed chances and stuff aren't you yeah and it may be one to where um is that me? Sorry, Matt. I got somebody at my door <laughs> i'm gonna take a second i'm so sorry i'll be right back all right don't worry Rent-a-kill have just turned up at Stark. That's what we call it. I don't, it might be something different in America. So we, we have a company over here called Rent-a-kill uh, 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 that basically turns up to do you. Well, for us, it's m- mice and rats and God knows yes. what else. But for you, it sounds like termites or whatever. And they pest, do your, pest, control, pest control, yes. Yeah. Termites, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, kind well, of did... quarterly and annual termite deal. They, right. they showed up in the middle of the recording. Sorry about that. He didn't fancy talking, Rex, <laughs> No, he did not. He did not. He he did ask, he did ask what my shirt was, and I said, "Brother, that's a long story. We well, don't have time for that." No, no, and you know it's weird because I can't even remember what we're talking about now. Uh, that's how bad it was. Um, so it's derailed. It's derailed us. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's I'm fine. Sorry. It's fine. It would have been. Uh, we, we, we actually we were in the middle of we, we were in the middle of talking about uh, if we rely on moles too much. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just a question. Just like, would I, if I was, yeah, no, back, would, I be, would I be asking that question of me? Would I be saying, is our team a little bit reliant? Should I be challenging some more people to raise their game and start contributing to the goals, for instance? Yeah, yeah? Uh, or coaching I, I, them to, to to get more out of them. Not necessarily yeah. go out and buying people. Sure, but, you know. That's, sure, that's and, and I and I and I think I think right now again with the fact that we're topping goals in League Two. Yeah. It's one of those to where we are relying on a couple of different people. Now, you know, Elliot Lee's got five, obviously. You know, Boyle put one in last night, um, yeah, even though that was the, you know, the... the I get your point. Yeah, he's scoring, but, that's the point. Yeah, we're, we're, we are getting goals from a few different people, but playing devil's advocate, Matt, to an extent to your question, um, you know, if if... If your if your striker is you know your star player and yep. that's who scores you goals, then of course you're going to rely on him to score yeah, 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 yeah. a majority yeah. of your goals. You know, yeah. if you American football, though you're a Seahawks fan, if you've got um, you know my Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he's our starting quarterback. If you're relying on him to throw the football and put the ball in the air and throw for four you know four thousand yards. Then yeah, the you're relying on yeah. him exactly. So um, same concept here, in my opinion. You know, I, I don't I, know yeah. if we rely on Moles too much, but he's your star player. He's got to put the ball in the back of the net. No, I get it. I, as I say, I was just, it was just, it just came no, to it's me a good there question. in a flash. Absolutely, just like you know, would you be yeah. asking yourself that type of question? Sure. Uh, just sure. a quick one on Dolby then, because I, I saw the same things that maybe you saw online. Yeah. A bit of disc- uh, disgruntlement with, um, and I said to somebody last night, I said. My the only thing I could the only sort of thread of hope I can give you is last season his performance improved on the back of two things. There was he got confidence with the goal at Coventry uh, in that crazy yeah. cup game, but point, also yeah. once he got a run of games. Now 
there are there are footballers that absolutely need to be match fit before you get performance out of them. Uh, sure. Some of them can play any time, you know, and others are just hopeless until they're fully fit. And I just think Sam Dolby is potentially one of them because there's people saying he's not good enough, getting back in the National League, all that type of stuff. And I just, I, I, I wouldn't write him off yet. I would give him this season to look at him and, you know, give him some, he's got to get some games though, you know, he's got to, he's got to get that fit. He needs three to six games to get fit. Yeah. It's one of those to where the, the, the WhatsApp group that I'm in, we had a pretty interesting conversation the other day. And I, I think I posted this on Twitter as well. Um, I think it was Craig Jones, uh, fellow yeah. Wrexham fan that, that asked if, you know, people were, being a little too um, harsh and a little too knee jerk on, on Billy Waters. Yep. And I think um, yes, to an extent, but when you also look at his body of work, yeah. you know, over these first, you know, couple of matches, there's, there's not much there. Um, yes. there's, yeah, yeah. there's not a lot there for us to go by. Yeah. But on the other hand, there's not a lot for us to go by because he hasn't done very much. Yeah, yeah. So it's two sides of the coin to where sword, it? Yeah. exactly we, we almost can't judge him up to this point on what he can offer because has he had the chance to offer much? I mean, he, you know, has started matches, but not done a lot with that time. Yeah. So I think fans are looking at both sides of that coin saying he hasn't done a whole lot because he hasn't, um, you know, had had the, uh, the minutes that some of our other strikers have had. Dalby is an interesting one for me because he he came on very very strong the 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 especially the second part of last season like you said after after Coventry after he started you know put the ball in the back of the net a couple of times he got that confidence he he kind of got some swagger about him and things like that um, going up playing the ball really well in the air playing off the other striker playing off the wingers crosses and those types of things and now we're not seeing partly because we've gone up a league and because yeah. there's, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. better quality Correct. defending. Yeah. But partly because he's not playing off molds. He's yeah. now playing off Ollie Palmer, who a lot of people say they're the same guy. Yeah. They're the same type sort of, of striker. Yeah, sort of get that it. Same yeah. type of striker. Or he's playing off of Waters, who hasn't had a lot of match time. Yeah. Or he's paying off playing like off Pickerstaff, who's twenty one years old. Yeah. So there's a lot of context that that probably needs to be added into that conversation. Does Dalby score more goals if Moles is back? Because now you've got two different types of strikers playing off each other. The blend. Very likely. Very likely. And also Moles is obviously going to draw more attention in the box, which will free up the opposite striker, which is why also Palmer and Moles play really, really well off of each other. Moles can take attention and create attention um, you know, from the back end, from the center backs and things in the box, which frees up Palmer in the air more and, and to have through balls played to him. Yep. Palmer also creates attention because he's so damn big and physical and yep. that frees up moles. So again, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to learn and, and more from watching matches and talking to people like you and other Wrexham fans who have been football fans for so long why Parky likes those two different types of players. Yeah, yeah. Why does he like a guy with pace and a guy who can truly strike from anywhere like Moles yeah. playing at the same time with somebody like Dawes playing with somebody at the same time, like Ollie Palmer. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a really good analysis. Um, just uh, last thing, then we'll wrap up on this barrel one. Um, mm-hmm. According to uh, FOTMOB, uh, Elliot Lee was the man of the match. Um, 
I, I, I don't think you can. I, you know, he got an eight rating. To be fair, yeah. um, I'm not yeah. sure. I would argue any different with that. Would you? I, I would not. Um, I would not. Thought he put a, a pretty good shift in. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, we, he's he's really stepped up to the plate, hasn't he? Um, yeah, especially absence. with Moles out. Absolutely. Yeah, he's Absolutely, really yeah. sort of got the bit between his teeth and kind of gone. Yeah. Listen, he's out. We just we've got to carry this until he's back. Absolutely. Um, which we will come on to after. So Mark Hughes rocked up at the race course last night with his Bradford City side. I'm, uh, I'm assuming you know that name slightly. Uh, is that a fair comment? Yeah. So that obviously is, yes. famous Wrexham boy, yes. you know, did really well in his footballing career. Um Managed Wales, had a really good run with Blackburn, numerous other clubs. Is um, rocked up at Bradford. They did look like they were going to, you know, be a good side last year. Thought they might have a chance of going up, but they uh, they didn't. Um, but obviously we're uh, uh, cup. So cup game, Carabao Cup time. Obviously we beat Wigan, and that was our draw. Was a home a home tie with Bradford. Um, so obviously uh, the the game ends one all, uh, and we lose on penalties. Um, and whilst we won't dwell on it perhaps as too much, we will uh, we yeah. we will go over it. So um, again, like to always sort of start with the the lineups and stuff like that. So yeah. um, you, obviously you couldn't watch like many people because of the uh, the distribution right. So what was your situation? What did you have to do before we uh, look at the team and stuff? How did you do? Yeah. You listening? What did you have to with somebody live streaming it? What was going on? No, I wish. Um, no, listen to uh, listen to uh, I follow, and it was um, uh, Mark, uh, Neil, and Shay on the uh, on the commentary. Perfect. Um, so that was part of your. Uh, so for people who perhaps who don't realise, that was because you've paid for the se- what I don't know what they call it, a season pass, season yeah. ticket, Se- what? season season citizen video pass. Ah, okay, because you've paid for that pass, they. Yeah. Um, uh, you were you were able to get the audio from uh, from last night. I was. Uh, yes. I was contemplating actually. It was interesting because uh, I realised that obviously, uh, like if you weren't there in the UK, it was going to be very difficult for people to see it. And uh, yeah, and yeah, people who didn't pay for iFollow weren't going to be able to do anything. I did contemplate doing the spaces um, to uh, uh, and doing my own awful commentary. Um, however, <laughs> me, me phone was running out of power. So I didn't yeah. do it, but uh, that might be our emergency <laughs> some days. Yes, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad because, idea. Because, uh, well, you'd get, uh, you know, it would be very similar to Mark. You'd get lots of crowd atmosphere from the tech end. Uh, the difference is I couldn't tell you hardly any of the away players are, uh, and it would just be True. a Bradford player is at the shot from the end of the yes. game. Yes, yes, um, yes. Because True. we don't know half of these players still after, uh, after this time. That um, is true. So anyway, right, so let's concentrate on the big stuff. So... Um, a few changes last night. Um, to be fair, I, I I did think we'd get some changes. Uh, I didn't think there was any chance anybody other than Howard would play in goal. I don't know whether yeah, you disagree, agree. or disagree. I thought he'd give him the game time to uh, you know uh, get him back in the swing of things because obviously yeah. at this as we sit here today, we don't have an. He's our number one, so I thought he would give him the time. Uh, yeah. I know a few people were asking for McNicholson to get some time, but I think that'll yeah. be next week per, personally. Um, uh, so then we have our uh, we have Barnett come back in, Hayden comes back in, Toza Boyle and Mendy make up the back. Cannon comes back in, Luke Young and James Jones. 
uh, with Dolby and Bickerstaff up front. So a bit of change, but I expected some change because I think he's still trying to get minutes into some players. Was yeah. there any shock, surprise, anything you were pleased with, not pleased with? What were you thinking? No, I assume that since, um, you know, at the Barrow match, he started the, the, the midfield three that he did, um, yeah. that he would have a different midfield three. Um, I thought he would go back to Lee Jones and... Um, um, Elliot Lee, James Jones, and uh, Andy Cannon. And obviously, you went Cannon, Jones, and Young, yep. um, which I thought was interesting. Um, I feel like it, 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 obviously, I wasn't able to watch it. So, my analysis is not going to be yeah, you know, what other fine. people's were, but it sounded on the commentary um, like Cannon was a little more involved than he normally is because now we had. Um, you know, we're not relying on him so much defensively yeah. as when Lee is in there at midfield and yes. Lee presses up so far, yep. you know, into those spaces and lanes offensively with the ball. So um, it, it's still, you know, I've seen a lot of people, um, I always talk about midfield for some reason. It seems like the first thing I do is talk about midfield. That's just yep. where my head goes, where my concerns are. Um, it, it seems like a lot of people um, still, you know, said that Cannon was a little bit off pace, yeah. um, you know, maybe still not match fit or whatever. Yeah. Again, still early. And, and I'm sure everybody, like you just said, Parky's still getting players minutes. I think so. So, um, you know, it's one of those to where, um, again, not being able to watch it, you know, the analysis is. is no, I get that. You know, I get that. Get, getting all of my information from the commentary um, handicaps me a little bit. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those to where, um, the, the, we, we had chances, we didn't convert, um, we weren't you know, quite as clinical as, you know, we could have been, we, we created shots and they're just not, um, they, not that they're not, again, we're leading league two in goals right now and, and chances created, but, um, we're just not quite as clinical in, in finishing right now. Um, again, even though we have <laughs> more goals than anybody in league two. Yeah. So, um, just, I'll just touch on the lineup. Uh, I don't think yeah. I, I wouldn't have said I was disappointed with the lineup. I wouldn't no. have said he's put out a team to come out of the competition. No, you know that's. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but that's that's often something that yeah. happens. We might see that next week. Uh, yes. um, you know, we uh, if True. it's a load of kids that turn out, then you might start yes. to question his motivation in that competition. Yes. But uh, that's the, that's something that happens at, in certain cup competitions by certain teams. Yeah, uh, and some managers are not interested in them. You know, they're just league focused. Um, what the. Um, when I originally saw the lineup, I was I was a bit like, well, who's playing where in that midfield? And it was it was yeah. really took the Parky interview afterwards for like, for him to clarify that it was actually Andy Cannon who played in Elliot Lee's advanced position. Yep. Um, I didn't during the game, and in fact, he, he Parky commented on it. He said Cannon what kind of wasn't thinking like an Elliot Lee, like an advanced midfielder. He was thinking yes. like himself, so he wasn't in the positions that they want him to be. Yeah, um, sure. And that, that, that I would agree with that. Cause I was, it wasn't instantly clear to me when I was looking about what was, what was happening. Cause naturally his game is to right. be a little bit deeper. Um, so, so yeah, from a lineup point of view, everybody wanted Bickerstaff to play, didn't they? Because obviously, you know, he's, oh, looked, yeah. he's looked really good. Yeah. Um, 
Dolby, I wasn't surprised that Dolby played at all because, as I said before, I think he's trying to give him minutes. We were sure. all pleased that Luke Young stayed in the side because I think it's it's agreed at the moment he gives us the better balance alongside. Yeah. You know, and you can argue whether it's O'Connor's the best two, um, but because um, obviously James Jones has got his fans um, and O'Connor's yeah. got his fans, but um, you can argue it. But I think everybody at the moment would agree Young has to be in that side. Yes, um, the way it is, and obviously it was really nice to see Hayden back because uh, you know we've missed him, and he was really, it was it was noticeable how aerial dominant he was. He is such 100%. a prodigious leaper. Um, you know, he yes. he, do, he looks like he looks like he gets ten foot in the air. He's so good. 100%. And also, uh, we had a conversation. I don't know if you'll remember this. I, who were we talking about? We were talking about a team. We might have been on one of the league, these random League Two spaces that we were on, and they were talking about overlapping centre backs. Oh was it yeah, about a month were, ago um, or something. Was it about a yeah. month ago? We, we had some messages. I sent you a video of something. Um, yeah, Hayden will do that role. He will yeah. bomb forward, and yeah. he will do that. And he was doing that last night. It was noticeable. Whereas Boyle very rarely does it. Yeah, it uh, will do it, but nowhere near as you know. Hayden loves doing it, and he's off. He's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and he's such a threat in that box. If you, you know, it, it's, yes. it's a real weapon. So there was a little bit of that. The thing that I was sat there, they looked much sharper to us. They were they they were time wasting a lot. So they were street smart. They were street wise. Yeah, they were. Yeah? They were, they were I don't yeah. know whether that come through on the radio or not. Several time, times. Couple, several times. It's so frustrating because you know their yeah. players were going down, holding calves and stuff. Um, but what you might or might not know is the rules have changed this year. So. If the player goes down, so Andy Cannon at one point actually went off the yeah. pitch because he'd been fouled, yeah. he'd had treatment, and the player that fouled him did not get a yellow card. Yep. So what that means is Andy Cannon has to go off and stay off for 30 seconds. Mm. Now, the rule is stupid because Andy Cannon had an advantage. He was running forward. He gets yep. fouled, and now he has to go off for 30 seconds. How does yep. that make sense? It's absolute codswallop. And um, and then the 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 I guess the the punchline to that joke is that when he came back on, he was immediately on ball because the he came he came right back on where the ball was played in from, which gives us the advantage then. So the rule seems very, it seems odd. They're trying to eliminate the time wasting. Correct. They're trying to eliminate the. The dark arts, yes. um, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as as yeah. as y'all call it, which I think is a great term. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it it's fifty fifty right now on eliminating truly some of the trying to slow the pace down, trying to fake injury, those types of things. But it's also like I said, Cannon comes back on after the thirty seconds elapses last night. He's right back on ball immediately. But Which the problem then is then shifts it the other direction. The problem is that there's 30 seconds of gameplay gone. Oh yeah. So you know you 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 can be punished. You know if you if if a team's good 100%. enough, they'll, put, they'll punish you because you're down a man. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I don't think that rule will last very long. I know pre before the season started, some of the pro ex pros were up in arms about it. But let's see, because um, it's because uh, if the player would have got booked for that foul, believe it or not, yeah. Cannon can stay on the pitch now. Yeah, that's the bizarre. Yeah. This is yeah. the bizarre thing. So um, yeah. some of these little rule tweaks and changes are, uh, are bonkers. However, all that is irrelevant when after 80 seconds, right? <laughs> I, I, I was, I mean, I was almost in shock at the decision. Uh, give it to I, us. I mean, 
so obviously, I mean, I'm, 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 you were assuming everybody's seen it now, basically, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Hayden comes across the cover, shoulder barges is what we called it from the old-fashioned yeah. days. He shoulder barges yeah. there. I think he was a midfielder, but I'm not 100% sure. Shoulder barges is a Bradford player mm-hmm. who crumbles to the floor in a vain hope that yes. one of two... He was hoping one of two things, right? So he was hoping, one, my own fans won't rollock me because this big centre half just won the ball. Yeah, that's what this. I know you're laughing, but that's how players think. Right? Fair, this, no, this, um, it's absolutely fair. He's thinking there's no way I can get this if I don't. If I if if if, if I'm out muscled, my fans because he's right by his fans. My fans are going to be irate. And absolutely. the second thing he's hoping is that. There is a naught point naught 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 one percent chance I might get a foul here, um, and lo and behold, Benjamin Speedy, who I've subsequently learned is uh, hated by most fans. If you search his name on Twitter, it's Shocker. unbelievable. Uh, the, the very surprised the history of bad decisions that this fella has uh, gives the penalty. Yeah. Now again, in real time, I was there was a delay. Uh, it felt like there was a delay in in the penalty being given, so I wondered whether it was actually the lino who'd given it, um, or whether it was the ref. But uh, Parky said afterwards he spoke to the ref, and it was definitely the ref who gave it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Phil Parkinson was furious because of two things. Uh, if you listen to his interview, the first thing is that those sort of um, those sort of simple fouls, as you would you think of them nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Prem, a lot of them don't get given now. So you might not watch much Premiership football, but mm-hmm. um, they're trying to discourage people from going down so easily because it's become a bit petty. Absolutely. Um, and so Phil Parkinson actually refers to a meeting that he'd been at where he'd been told that those type of petty uh, petty sort of fouls would not be given. Yep. Yep. Um, and they were being encouraged to keep the game going. And you Absolutely. Know, um, as there should be. As, as there, there should, should be, be. yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, there's that. And Parky was also irate because he claimed that the ref couldn't really see, uh, that he was sort of behind a few players. Yep. Now, I haven't very, I haven't looked back at it and looked to see where the ref was, but yep. Parky could be right, you know. Um, it's, and yeah. It is one of the... Uh, I've, only ever, I've only seen one person on Twitter who said, it was a Wrexham fan, said... Watch, there was a clip of the the foul that he said, "Oh, maybe he lent with the elbow a bit rather than being the shoulder." Um, and I think he was kind of that was a pragmatic yeah. answer. Um, sure, sure. Because I don't know anybody who thought that that was a foul. Yeah, now, there I, there were fans there were fans last night on Twitter. I mean, in the middle of the match, they showed it on uh, Sky Sports. Right here. A, was it Sky Sports? Yeah. Right after it happened, yeah. within minutes, they showed it, and. Um, there were Wrexham fans who were immediately, you know, screen recording the TV or screen recording their phone, posting it on Twitter. Fans who have been fans of this game for decades, 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 yeah. infinitely longer than the commentary team immediately. And, you know, Che, who yeah. I, I've got a lot of time for, I, I, I've got a lot of respect for his opinion. He sees things pretty well. Um, as far as, you know, seeing the match, be able to analyze things, he immediately said two things, not a pin. And he also said, how does he have the angle to make that call? And obviously we're listening to commentary. So all we can do is rely on what, you know, Mark and Neil and Shay are saying, but it became very apparent after just a few minutes with Sky Sports, putting it on TV that one, it was not a pin. And two, I don't know if, in the years now that I've been a Wrexham fan, I've seen the fan base come together so much 
yeah. have such a consensus opinion on one thing. Um, I mean, there were calls saying it was the worst, you know, worst pin call that they'd ever seen at the I race. Think that's why I wrote. people, yeah, yeah, from people who have been going to matches for decades. Yeah, and um, you know, Tommy Cows said the same thing. I mean, yeah. people with you know I infinitely agree. more knowledge than I have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Saying it was just one of the worst decisions they'd ever seen. Yeah. Um. And after I saw the after I saw the replay, I, I mean I can't disagree. Um. It's, it's very just, frustrating it's, when you get a soft one like that. It is. It's it's um. We've started we've started calling it flopping. Um. And okay. in, yeah, yeah. in basketball, American football. Yeah. Um. International football yeah, over here yeah. in the states. Yeah, good it's word. Been, it's, yeah. it's it's been called flopping, yeah. and that's what that was. It was a flop right in front of his fans. Yeah, partly like you said, because he also knew the fans would help, kind of interject opinion a bit, and, and hopefully try to, um, you know, get the pen called, which I'm sure they did. They absolutely did. Um, you know, they they you know arms up in the air immediately Correct. thought yeah, they yeah. they're going to say it's a pen regardless of course. Yeah, yeah um but yeah terrible call um not not um not a great not a great outing uh, by the ref last night yeah I, I, there were there were others uh, but that kind of oh, yeah. that kind of um you know that dampens the spirit because you you yeah. you know you uh, you know it knocks the wind out. It's a bit of a body blow. Uh, early doors to get us. Yeah, three, like three, three minutes in. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. Um, I, you know, and it was interesting. I was watching Mark Hughes a lot. Uh, we had a good view from where I am in the tech end, and he was. Oh, he was. Mm. He, because I, I mean, I think that referee was. I mean, he was just bad. He was just. He's had a shocker. Um, yeah. And Mark, I, even Mark Hughes, some of the fouls that Wrexham were given, and it was nowhere near as many as he was giving to Bradford. No. But he was out of his box, waving his arms, pointing, and you know he was going mad at the decisions the ref was given. I was thinking, you've got to be having a laugh. This fella, <laughs> this I mean, this fella, I've subsequently found out is like in charge for in charge of promoting and training referees in the Liverpool area. I'm not suggesting he's a Tranmere fan, but, uh, you know, I think he's quite high up in the Liverpool area in the referee official. I mean, I wrote his borderline corrupt because those things are just, you know, it was was so bad and he was so bad. It was, it was honestly, you you would have to see it to believe it. Very, again, very, very consensus opinion uh, by pretty much everyone in the fan base. And and I think it was fair. It's not a, you know, we, we have those voices of reason and, and people who add perspective sometimes after matches on, on you know, Twitter and those types yeah. of things. But, I mean, it was very, even those people who I will go to, you know, to get opinions and things like that because they, you know, consistently kind of give the other side of the coin Everybody was, you know, that's a very general term, but last night everybody um, thought that this ref had a very, very poor game, unfortunately. I think Mark Mark Griffiths is a good one because of, of the uh, yeah of the fan commentary, he's the fairest. Yeah. That's uh, fair, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so if he if he tells you it's a if he said I'm, I'm assuming he said that it's because uh, uh, obviously I I, oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. I'm assuming yeah. that he said that was a bad call. If he yeah. says it's a bad call, it must be a really bad call. Like. Yeah, and, and to be fair to the commentary team, I mean, they were throughout the night when, when you know, if he did make a correct call, now again, they were kind of saying it tongue-in-cheek toward the middle of the second half because he got so many wrong. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Mark and, and Neil and Che were, were 
very much of the opinion that the uh, the ref also had a poor game. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Bradford were good. Played some nice football. They were they were streetwise. They were a very quick side. All through the side, they were sharp. Um, and we, uh, you know, we we didn't give them too many clear cut chances. Um, uh, I I, rem- I recall a, a bad. Back pass by Hayden, um, which one of their players tried to lob over Mark Howard, and he did some really tidy work. He saved a couple of things that were almost uh, that were good saves from him. Uh, He did some good work. the The only thing I would say about Mark Howard last night that frustrated people was his distribution was slow. So compared to Foster, he is not as quick at distributing the ball, so that you can counter quickly. Yeah. Um, he is, um, and his kicking isn't as good. He's not as accurate at hitting the, the that long yeah. ball to a Dolby yeah. or a Palmer. Yeah, it will often it would often go to Bickerstaff, Blow, who's not going to yeah. win. No, who's unlikely to win a header against a six foot something yeah. centre half. Um, so he's not quite as accurate on his kicking. Um, but other than that, he was he was tidy, made some good saves with his feet, and uh, you know, and that one from the the one that the fellas tried to lob him, he did well. Um, yeah. It was interesting just looking at those uh, those foot mob stats, um, which I'll just bring up again. Is that Luke Young was the outstanding man of the match there, um, which is uh, uh, which uh, uh, just to reiterate, those stats are generated from uh, some Opta statistics. They you know there's about sure. three hundred of them that they use to generate them with an algorithm. So um, so yeah luke young was the outstanding player so again yeah just, he's got to play on saturday but that's another thing um boyle's header so obviously uh that was key for us to get back in the game um sure. and the reason that it stood out to me was that we've just we're really reliant on set pieces yeah and we're not as nowhere near as effective at those set pieces when hayden isn't playing so we need somebody else i.e tozer boyle or connell who has been yeah start contributing more on those set pieces and palmer i guess dolby because they're big big lads yeah um, we need those boys to start contributing more on them set pieces uh, but yeah. boyle's header was great parky parky yeah. picked him out afterwards and said he was outstanding which was interesting um i don't know if you if you saw the interview yeah i did um it, it was I, I was i guess not surprised um because you know Yuggies had a couple of good shifts over these last couple of matches yep. um, this season, but I was kind of surprised that Boyle wasn't named um, man of the match, and not just because, um, not just because of the goal, but yep. also because of um, it's. It, it seems like he's come on pretty strong, um, yep. especially here over these last two matches against Barrow um, and last night uh, against Bradford. So. Um, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, it's good for him to, uh, you know, get a goal, put one in and, and you're absolutely right. Talk about the set pieces and those types of things. It's, it's one to where we have so much height and we have so much size. Yeah. But again, I have no doubt that, um, you know, in Parky, we trust Matt in Parky, we trust they will, they will come correct. Just for some context. So people, for people who didn't know, um, Ryan Barnett was named as the sponsors man of the match last night, mm-hmm. um, which is why with you say same Boyle, I just wanted to, uh, sort yeah. of, uh, give it some context. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so the game ends one all. we go to penalties. Um, and in my opinion, it doesn't, uh, you know, I wasn't overly bothered whether we won or whether we didn't sounds awful for me. Saturday was the most important one. So I wasn't, over- it's nice to have a cup run. 
It'll be nice to have an FA Cup Cup run or whatever. Um, But I wasn't overly, you know, it wasn't the end of the world for me. Um, But I was frustrated by that ref. Uh, And it doesn't matter. I wrote on Twitter, I said it didn't matter who missed the penalties or how they missed the penalties. Um, You know, uh, ultimately it doesn't matter. Um, But I'll tell you what, I think I saw the best penalty I've ever seen last night. McLean. James McLean's. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you. It was something. Yeah. That's how, you t- that's how you take a pen. And there were some other uh, other examples that, that we put forward of how not to take a pen. But yeah. we can focus on the claims because that was um, that was something special. Oh, it was like an arrow into the top call. I, uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm directly behind it where I am. So yeah. um, sometimes angles can deceive you. But from where I was, it looked like an arrow into the top corner. It was unsavable. What? And then I don't know, you wouldn't have seen this possibly. I, I haven't seen any videos of it. But then he turns around and as he's walking back, he he he, uh, he shushes the uh, Bradford fans with his arm. Oh. He just, uh, you know, he, he just gave it a little bit of that to uh, to keep them down. So uh, uh, I think we, we, got a, we got a real glimpse yeah. of what we can get from McLean. Yeah, and he will. You know, he was he was booked after about thirty seconds of coming on. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And I, I was thinking, oh the... no, I, I, I've seen some people say it wasn't a yeah, but the yellow card. It was absolutely a yellow card. He scythed him down with what we call a scissors action, scythed him down from the side. So it definitely was a yellow card. Um, yeah, but ir- ir- irrespective, I was thinking, oh no, he's he 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 was look he looked a bit like he he looked really up for it and lively, and I thought, oh, I hope he doesn't, you know. Uh, go in for, an, you know, you're on a yellow card, you basically can't make another tackle anymore. Yeah. The game is so soft. And I was thinking, oh, please don't. And he did go in for a couple, like, you know, oh. Um, but he managed to keep it together. I bet Parky was thinking, oh, this could be, you know, we could be down to 10 men here. Um, yeah. But uh, so, I mean, he's coming back. Again, you know, these some of these players haven't hardly played. He needs some fitness now. You've got to give Absolutely. him a chance to get some games. Absolutely. Um, and get some fitness. Uh, but he looked lively, to be fair. I'll tell you, he did get a bit, a little bit of criticism from the tech end. I can't speak about the whole ground. I can only hear the moaning and groaning around me in the middle of the tech end. Um, but was Ben Tozer? Uh, I thought that's where you were going. So I don't yeah. know if there was. I, I because my phone, no. was, my phone was basically out of battery, so I wasn't reading mm-hmm. Twitter. So I don't know whether that was reflected on the online or not. Because I'm guessing you might have had that going at the same time as your radio commentary. Um, but yeah. he, there was a few times he gave the ball away because he builds. It, we build through him from the back. So if his passing in, and that isn't on, we're then under pressure with the mistakes. And there was just a couple of them last night, and people were a bit like, you know, uh, I could just hear the tutting and the moaning and the groaning. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, didn't didn't come across on the uh, on the commentary necessarily, but definitely came across on. Uh, on on some uh, social media and, and Twitter and those types of things. Tozer Tozer consistently for the last almost year um, has been a very interesting piece of conversation mm. uh, to follow on on the spaces and on social media and things like that. People say that you know that there are there are those fans who say that he brings the long throws on the set pieces and those types of things to where he's undroppable. Yeah. And there are others on the opposite side of that um, spectrum regarding, regarding Ben Tozer that say 
defensively, he's a bit of a liability yeah. um, because, you know, doesn't turn well enough, doesn't move in space well enough, those types of things. So it. yeah. it's, it's a very, and again, we're fans. This is what we do. We conjecture and we, you know, give opinions and those types of things. Um, it's just an interesting one to follow on social media is the, the opinions on, on, on one of our two captains. Um, I, I, it seems consistently again, that he is probably the first name put down on, on Parky's uh, team sheet every Saturday and every Tuesday. Certainly when um, Mullins not playing. Uh, yeah. Yes. It does seem like he's a bit undroppable. Um, again, with, 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 especially with Mulls out, like you said, and the fact that we are relying on set pieces and those types of things and um, not, not scoring as much as we would like to be from open play. Um, we need that extra weapon. Um, we need that goal scoring threat. And that starts with, with the throws from Tozer. And what we were talking about the last segment, Matt, is, is, you know, the height, the size, you know, Palmer, Dobby, um, O'Connell, Boyle, Hayden back now, hopefully back fit. Um, it, those are someone we have to rely on right now. Again, back to the beginning segment where we were talking about goal scoring and moles being out and things like that. We're going to rely on Tozer. So uh, just, uh, we'll, we'll wrap up on it, but just, uh, I like, there's a, a chart that I quite like on FOTMOB, uh, <laughs> which is this momentum, this momentum chart in the middle here. It's quite yeah. interesting. So it shows you, obviously you've got the Bradford sort of red and the Wrexham red on the top there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it's interesting because when you look at this chart, the uh, the sort of the taller the the graph is the uh, the sort of the 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 deeper the momentum in the opposition's half yep. and obviously the longer yep. it is the more sustained period of pressure um, and if you look at that chart bearing in mind that Bradford played some really good long bits of possession mm-hmm. that momentum you know there's a lot more I, I, you yeah. might have to squint to see it I don't know if you can a lot no, more, I got it. Yeah. a lot more of that game is Wrexham than it is Bradford isn't it absolutely. Absolutely. Into the second half, you know, chance after chance after, or I'm sorry, into the first half, um, you know, going in, going into halftime, several chances, several crosses, several shots, um, or not shots, but uh, several, you know, opportunities in possession for us. And then same thing at the end of the match, controlled possession. I mean, the last eight minutes of the match for, for you know, um, the, the added time and for the last few minutes of, of uh, before full time in the second half, Again, controlled possession, had several opportunities, just um, just couldn't finish, unfortunately. Yeah, it's the same old story we're, uh, that we've had or every game, really. Every game has yeah. been, you know, on paper, you would look at all those stats and you would be delighted, you know. It's just not transpiring into wins at the moment. Um, yeah. And that's, the, that's why they won't, they kind of, I would say they, they kind of, if they weren't creating all those chances and all that, they would be more worried I think they they'll they will feel behind the scenes that actually yeah. this will turn our way. I agree. I agree. Like I keep saying, they'll come right. Um, yeah. and, and I don't even think it's necessarily, um, you know, when when Moles comes back in, then everything gets you know sanctified and gets gets you know cleared up and taken care of. We have we have so much talent and so many pieces. Hayden just coming back last night. McLean coming back from injury and coming back last night. So Nick there are close by you know. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we've got pieces of the puzzle still to be moved and we have to understand as fans, even though, you know, we're a month into the season now, 
there are still pieces that have to be moved. There's yeah. still going to be some experimenting, um, perhaps even during, you know, a couple of league play matches coming up. Yeah. Um, there's still, you know, my opinion, I said this a couple of times in the last week is that, you know, with, with the injuries and with, you know, new signings, the transfer window not closing yet. And with the rumors, uh, I'm sure we'll get to here in a second on, yeah. on transfers and things like that. Parky still doesn't know who his best 11 are. No. Because uh, of match fitness and, and, and you correct. know, all the other variables that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the classic saying uh, that we kind of uh, have is that, like, you know, wait 10 or 12 games before you look at the league table. So we've not even looked at a league table. I know we've played it. Uh, we we might not now because that was a cup game, but just talking yeah. in general, um, is that it's there is no point looking at the league table at the moment. It's it's no. irrelevant. It's too early. It's way too yeah. early. Um, you know, let's go another another uh, five to ten games and let's see what the you know what's uh, what, what are we what's our trajectory at that point. That's the yeah. that's the thing yeah. to uh, and what we do know is that we come strong because we, uh, we we've done it for two years on the run. We come strong at the end, don't we? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So that's and you know that is the most important time to be honest. Uh, it sounds yeah. weird to say, but look at Stockport last year, for instance, didn't win yeah. didn't win a point for five games, yeah. and still ended up in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, you know, overall, when we look at the bigger picture, I think that's what we uh, that's what we should take in take into account. Cup 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 games are lovely, um, but it's all about the league for me. So uh, 100%, not too bothered about well. who missed, how they missed, whether you know. Uh, I didn't think Jones's penalty was that bad. Um, Somebody else I spoke to on the way out thought it was one of the worst penalties he'd seen. I was like, no, honestly, <laughs> mate, it well. wasn't. It was. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's my mate Simon. Sorry, Simon, throwing you under the bus. <laughs> it wasn't. That's it wasn't. Good. It was. You know, it wasn't a bad penalty yeah. um, at all. You know, he's put it to a side. You know, it's fairly low down. Keeper's made a good save. Just that's penalties. Are, penalties is a lottery. Anything can happen. Um, that's so, fair. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the end of the world. I, I think we'll beat them in the league. Um, I think you know that'll uh, that'll yeah. rattle a few of them. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I wasn't overly fussed. So uh, anything Agreed. else? I don't know if there's anything else. I mean, it's difficult for you because you couldn't see it, so you relying yeah. on audio. No, no, you're you're. I'm gonna I'm gonna um you know I'm going to uh, rely on your eyes and, yeah. and you know the things that you saw and the Wrexham fans who were actually uh, and the odd clip that we night. got that we did get from yes. the, the stupid Sky Sports buying the rights yes. and not letting anybody else have it yes uh, that's a fact which is bonkers uh, okay yes, is. so we will come back in a second and we'll do some transfer news are you game, are you game for some are you game for some transfer news because I have been Always. reading whilst you were dealing with rent to kill there has been updates <laughs> Oh, have there been? Well, well, my phone real quick. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, there's been updates. Obviously, it's all conjecture and third-party information, isn't it? Oh, of course, of course. So of we've course. got to put that. In, but we'll come back in a second, and we'll uh, we'll do that if you're game, if you're game, and you're all right for time. Absolutely, let's do it, brother. Transfers, then. Let's. This is. Uh, this, so for me, this is like. This is my favorite thing. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Everybody likes shiny new toys, don't they? Yeah. This is. They do. This is why oh, I sure. love. This is why I love draft day so much as well. Yeah. It's yes. like I'm, I'm going to get my shiny. My, well, in theory, you know, my GM in, is going to go and get me some shiny new toys for my NFL team. That, that's the, you know, that's the the type of thing. But also, um, I was brought up. On a uh, PC game, well, although it was on different 
it was on different versions of uh, personal yes. computer uh, in those days, which I'm guessing you've probably never played. So this was called Football Manager or Championship Manager. Manager. Ever have you ever, yep. have you ever dealt have you ever played it? I have not played it, but I actually I, I hear I hear so many people over there talk about it. Oh, I actually nice. Googled it. I Googled it one day. I looked it up to see if it was something that I could download on my phone. Um, and this was months and months and months ago at this yeah. point. So I did not download it. I have looked it up, though, and it was something right. that I thought about doing. So I'll, t- I'll tell you for why, uh, just before we get onto the transfer tittle-tattle. Um, so it was it was built to be a simulation. So it was built to be as realistic as possible. And over the years, it's super realistic. Uh, you know, the tactics that you play in the game make a difference. The signings that you make, it's simplified. Like, you know, if I try and buy a player, I haven't got to have two days of negotiating with an agent. You know, yeah. I have a, I have 30 seconds of negotiating with an agent. But you get awkward agents. You get it all. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it was so addictive. It's been, it's actually been mentioned in, like, divorce cases and stuff. Because people are up all night playing this game, like... Uh, and like you know, it does ruin marriages and stuff. It's unbelievable how it, you know it is a super. It's a super real, realistic simulation. They've got dumbed down versions for tablets and phones and stuff, so um, you can get different versions. But the PC mm. version. But this is what it is. This is part of the fun. Is that I can just I can I can take my Wrexham team and I can go and buy Shimanga or Andrew Dallas or whatever. Um, yeah. So that all feeds into this, you know, the transfer frenzy and how we, as fans, we all think, oh, it's dead easy to sign a player because I've done it on Football Manager and it only takes two minutes. Uh, yeah. And the reality is often very, very different, unfortunately. <laughs> very much, uh, very much, yes. So, uh, and there's a lot of, what people don't realise, there's a lot of PR and spin in signing players and selling players. Absolutely. And, um, you know, different people are involved. So um, agents are involved. Agents will leak stuff to, uh, you know, they've got, fake Twitter accounts to get info out there. And, you know, there's so much in it nowadays. It's a bonkers world. Um, So um, we will just go over a a few of the names that are sort of starting to, uh, what I was trying that interest seems to be seemingly is being firmed up now because there's been loads of names all summer, but we seem to be narrowing in on two to three people now is is how I would describe it. I was going to say I had two in mind, but after... What I've just been reading online, I would now start yeah. to say there might even be three. Um, um, so I will start. I, where, do we, where do we start? Do we start at the? Do we start at the back or do we start up front? Uh, we're pretty poor defensively, so let's start at the back. Okay. So the obvious need uh, in most people's eyes, not everybody, um, in most people's eyes, is the goalkeeper. Yep. Yeah. Um, so obviously, and that need came because basically because Ben Foster retired. So obviously, you know, there are people out there that actually love Mark Howard and think he's uh, uh, good enough and should be the Absolutely. number one. There is another school of thought that he isn't. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you can fall into whichever one you want. I personally don't think we would. Um, I don't think we would be a top 10 side. Um, with Mark Howard as our reliant number one, but other people disagree, okay. that's fine. That's up to you. Sure. And it Absolutely. would appear that Parkinson disagrees because he continually drops him. Um, so if you think about it, he was dropped for Rob Layton. The very second Layton was fit, he dropped him for Mark, he dropped Mark Howard for him. And that's then he true. dropped him and went and got Ben Foster. So uh, it would appear that's that true. Phil Parkinson has brought him in. And to be fair, this could have been from the start. He could have said, listen, come in and be that, you know, be my... Number two, yes. you know, Rob's going to get back fit, come in and be me number two. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, he can do his media responsibilities, all that stuff, because uh, obviously he's at uni doing media, isn't he? Um, and he might have been happy with that, but obviously then we needed him more than we thought we did, didn't we? But either way, whatever you, whatever whatever it is. But since Foster's gone, um, uh, it would appear that obviously the the expectation I think is that we go and sign a goalkeeper. I think that was yes. the thing. Now there was no names. I hadn't really heard any names um, come out uh, anywhere, um, you know, uh, until last night. Uh, and I'm assuming you saw the same tweet that I did. Um, I did. So uh, uh, I'm going to call him a good friend now because uh, I, I, I do get messages off him. Uh, and he is the regular on uh, Fearless in Devotion, is Wonderboy. Um, so Wonderboy put a name out there last night, uh, the name of a player I had never, I'd never heard of before. Uh, if I've not heard of him, I highly doubt that you'd have heard. I mean that in the greatest respect. Um, That's fair. Just because I, you know, uh, <clears throat> I'd never heard of this guy. Um, but I'm, and I'm going to assume that you did. You see this same tweet, or have you? Uh, are we, I'm, I'm, uh, is this I, alien to you? No, no, no. I, I saw the tweet. Um, I, I, I heard. I'll, I'll let you do your let you do your thing and and talk about the name and those types of things. Okay. Um, I saw it. Um, Posted in our WhatsApp group. Okay. Yep. Two days ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah um, okay. And then I got put out on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So the, the is this the same name? Let's let's start. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is the name that seems to. So Ben Garrett is the uh, is the, is the name that Wonderboy last night sort of seemed to say. This seems to be the guy that Parkinson has identified, or somebody has identified as being, uh, uh, you know, somebody we we're able to bring in. So um, to cut a long story short. He left Burton Albion this summer, has been a free agent um, all summer. He was there four years, played 88-odd games, um, and this seems to be the guy that they've identified as uh, as being able to do a deal. So he's six foot two, so he's good size. He's 29. He's played, you know, he's played for a couple hundred games for Crew. He's played 88 mm-hmm. games for Burton, so he's massively experienced. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't got data here for his clean sheets and that type of stuff, but I often think you can squiff those because if you're behind a really bad defence, it's hard to have a lot of clean sheets, isn't it? Um, yeah. In a, goal, in a goalkeeper's defence. Um, so, um, but this seems to be the guy now that, um, you know, that's the reason that that's doable is the fact he's a free agent. You know, you haven't got a club to negotiate yeah. with. Um, so to me, that, 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 when I look at that rumour um, and I, because sometimes you look at them and go, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why we'd be going for this player that no. you're telling me we're after. But when I look at that, I go, that looks, that makes sense to me. Now, whether it happens or not, it's a different thing because you've got to negotiate with his agent and with the player. Sure. Um, and he might, I don't know where he lives. It might not be geographically geographically good for him. But the fact that we're getting the name out there, you know, he's from Market Drayton, which is not far from here, Shropshire. It's, it's only... Uh, I don't know, 20 odd miles down the road or something. Um, originally, yeah. that's where he's from. Um, so that seems to make sense to me. Um, I agree. Though I couldn't tell you, other than obviously what we read, I couldn't tell you anything about him. Uh, so is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Well, for me, uh, uh, when I when I first heard it, I, I you know did a little research and those types of things. The positive for me is... He's 29 years old. Yeah. Howard's 35. 
Yeah. McNicholas is 24 or 25. Yeah. Much younger. His, he's a much younger keeper. So it's almost as if we're, you know, kind of stacking those age gaps to yeah, where yeah. if Howard calls it a career yeah. at the end of this year, which I've seen a lot say they think he'll do, or if he stays on for another year or two, or yeah. if we, you know, sell him, loan him, whatever. Um, then we've got a, a keeper behind him that doesn't have a 10 or 12 year experience gap. Yes. Yeah. Because Ben Garrett has 300 plus um, starts in his career yep. um, for teams at different levels. So th we're, we're stacking some age there and things like that. Perfect. Yep. The, the, the downside of it for me is why is he a free agent? Correct. Good question. Yeah. Two, is this a signing that our fan base immediately recognizes and says, oh, he's our number one, Ben Garrett, that does it for me? I don't know. I, I, I Partly because it's a rumor as of yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, but the 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 comments and things like that, the conversations that I've had on Twitter and, and, and WhatsApp and things like that are mixed, to, yeah. to say the least. Um you know, they don't know if he's a guy that comes in and immediately displaces Mark Howard if we're signing a one or if we're signing a backup for Mark Howard. And I thought the consensus would kind of be that um, Parkey and the management staff would go out and, and try to find a true number one. And maybe he is. Again, I don't know. Um, and my, many of the conversations, most of the conversations I've seen, um, you know, no one really knows at this point. Again, not just because it's a rumor, because we don't know how to compare him to Mark Howard. Yeah. Um, you're statement or of fact is the is the most compelling thing to me i.e sort of it needs a bit of context though when you say why is he a free agent so yeah um, i think the, the question is why is he still a free agent is the yeah. is yes. the more yes. uh, uh, is is the sure. is the is the thing so just for people who perhaps don't realize at the end of a player's contract um lots of players run their contracts down now in the hope that they will because the a club that they potentially will go to don't have to pay a fee like they do when they're in contract. Normally they will get a little bit of extra wage um, uh, because the clubs are more willing to do that when they obviously haven't got to outlay hundred thousand pound or whatever. Uh, mm. So some players purposely run down their contract. Um, I, if you were purposely running down your contract, normally you know where you're going to go next because Officially, you're not supposed to. It's a bit like NFL. Officially, you're not supposed to tap up players, sure. but everybody taps up players. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of um, uh, there's, rules, works. there's yeah. rules against it in NFL, yeah. um, whereas there isn't so much. It's just frowned upon. Yeah, it's, sure. uh, but everybody knows it because everybody does it. You know, Absolutely. the first thing you do when you want a player is you go to you don't go directly to the player. You go to his agent and say, "Is he interested at yeah. all?" Before we yeah. go to the club, yeah. is he interested? What's his wage going to be? What do you reckon it's going to cost us to buy him? Yep. Um, and this is why it's, uh, the, you know, players have normally agreed wages before a club puts a bid in for a player because they've talked to his agent. They know what he agent. wants. Yep. Um, sorry to go off topic there, but not no, everybody, not everybody will, 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 um, will have the experience, I guess, especially, uh, especially yep. nowadays with our broader audience. Um, so yeah, the, so your your question is fundamentally right. Why is he still a free agent? So is he asking because he's a free agent? Is he been asking a lot of money? Um, 
So then you then you go, well, have Rex and just like panicked and are we offering him silly money? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because although we sing about being rich, I think everyone's conscious because of where we've come from that we Absolutely. don't want to waste money. You know, we, we don't want to be frugal with money. Um, we, we kind of ideally we want to be paying the going rate, don't we? Um, yeah. But his vast when you look at it on paper, his vast experience um, and what you've you've said about his age is perfect as well in the fact that yeah when he's not if he was 35 you'd be going well we might need two new goalkeepers in the yeah, summer because yeah, yeah. both these guys are gonna you know yeah. gonna go um so i think that's uh, so that's another good point um so it's gonna be that'll be re- that's really interesting it's it's come late. This name seems to be firmed up to me now. I think the the fact that kind of you know you you've said you'd heard it. Obviously, I, it was only last night that that sort of I'd seen it. Um, so that that seems to have some legs in it. So we'll see we'll see obviously over the next couple of days. Transfer deadline Absolutely. is at eleven p.m. on Friday, but that is now starting to look like he could be coming in as a as a goal. Let's call him a goalkeeper because yes, when I look at his experience, his age his profile of the clubs he's played for, etc. that doesn't strike me as a backup goalkeeper. No. But then maybe no. some managers will work different. So some managers will tell a player that he is their number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and some managers, we've, we've just had something with a premiership club, which has caused a lot of debate. So um, Arsenal have just signed a goalkeeper from Brentford um, for t- 25, 30 million quid. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and they already bought one, two years ago for 30 million quid and it would appear that the manager is basically saying to them it's up to you boys which yeah. one of you who's it going to be yeah yeah the common consensus amongst the pros is that you you wouldn't do that it's you know you're somebody you are going to upset what people don't realize is you got an upset player they're knocking on your door they're causing problems they're yeah. frustrated yeah. um it's not just always this happy camp that everybody thinks it is yeah absolutely so uh so I think that so. Um, it it looks like to me that that's that's he's been brought in to be the starting goalkeeper. Whether he gets injured, whether his form is bad, that's different. But that's sure. what that looks like to me. Um, and I, I don't know what like the chat in your groups is probably saying the same thing. I'm guessing is that yeah. it looks like that, but yeah, um, essentially uh, the same. Essentially the same. Yeah. Um, so let's so let's let's see let's oh I've skipped a page there let's see how uh, how that comes with Ben Garrett because um, you know players can fail uh, they'll you know another club could come in for him so Wrexham could have him he could be yeah. at the he could be at the race course today this is quite a common thing he could be at the race course today his agent can get a call from somebody else and said oh right crikey uh, we'll give you X amount of money what do you reckon and he could walk out of that medical and get in a car and go up the road to somebody else. So, Absolutely. you know, um, uh, it's, we, you know, players might have got injured last night. So a League One club or a championship club might try. Yep. So there's all sorts of variables um, sure. uh, that can happen up until, the last, up until the last minute. But that's looking like the goalkeeper to me. Um, and it seems to me, it seems to be a fit uh, is how I would describe it. You know? I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, I, and I have seen and seen and heard nothing else. Ben Garrett is the only, only name. name. I've seen yeah, so that's this, it. I mean, this entire week. If Ben Garrett was the name four weeks ago, then you don't know yeah. because there's so long left. But the fact yeah. there's only two days left that tells yeah. you we're, we're narrowing it down now. I agree. Um, so we'll see how that one plays out. So then the interesting one comes if we move on to the uh, what. The, I think universally people seem to think we're going to bring a forward in. 
Yeah, I'm, you're smiling. Yep. You're laughing at me. Uh, it's right. So no, you're you're absolutely right. So that seems to be universally what people think. If we're going to do anything, we're going to do that'll be what it. Again, we might sign a centre half tomorrow, and that's the end of it. But let you know, I think everybody thinks we need a forward, and there are names out there. So the reason I I said to you a minute ago, I said there's been developments. Um, is um, I was just having a, a look through a online forum that shall remain nameless. Um, I am going to bring it up. Yeah. Listen, now and again, you've got to go there. Um, I was, I, I don't know if you listened to the post-match space last night. No, I, I was know. on, uh, I, 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 I got on there. I got on here on this website, uh, last night after the, uh, after the match, I couldn't help myself. Oh. And it was, it was about what you would expect. Okay. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is a despot, uh, you know, um, to be fair, I, it wasn't created like that. It's just the modern digital world is how I describe yeah. it. You know, I don't even advertise this podcast on there because of the fear of the just of deluge course. of yeah. rubbish that would be written. So, um, that's why sometimes I stay away. However, there are some good people on there. You've just got to learn who to look for and who, sure. who's got info. So sure. we talked about our friend wonder boy. So, Wonder Boy, um, he's on Twitter as well. Uh, he's been on this forum for a long time. And in my opinion, he's not normally a million miles off. Right? Sure. sure. And he'd written, I think this is some, tw- this was this morning, right? So he'd written that, uh, I, I don't, can you, you can see this. I, I know you hadn't seen this before, but you can see, can you see my whole page, by the way? Or okay. You, yeah, right. So he just written this morning. So this again is third third hand information is what we would call it. Yeah, somebody has said in a WhatsApp in a chat group I'm in. I, I say WhatsApp because it's easier. I don't know whether you'd use Messenger or what. You know, yeah. you get the point though, don't you? Yeah. Somebody had used had said in a group chat that Taylor. Uh, so this is uh, Lyle Taylor, um, and Hanlon um, have been spotted at the ground. Yep. Uh, I will say that again. Someone. Um, so we'd not heard anything about Taylor in the last few days. So Taylor was linked. We, did we talk about him last week. We did. Yes. And that's been, that's, that's a rumor that for whatever reason won't die. So for, it's been linked. So for, for a couple of weeks, supposedly he had a week's training with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Montserrat center forward ex Nots forest. Supposedly he had a, uh, a week's training with us. And um, then it, like you said, it sort of went off the boil, didn't it? Because you think, well, you've trained for a week. If you were that good, we'd just offer you a deal. Uh, it's in my head how it would work. Yeah. Um, but it didn't. So I thought, oh, they mustn't have liked what they'd saw. Yeah. Or perhaps they wanted to see if they could get anything better or different or something. Um, yeah. And then came the rumour um, of Brandon Hanlahan. Mm-hmm. Hanlon, sorry. This is a, a terrible habit. Of Brandon yeah. Hanlon. Um, so the Wickham striker. Yeah. That's that then that then became more prevalent in in now you've got access to different people than me, but that then seemed to come and has lingered again for a week or so, hasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, it has. And he was not in Wickham's yeah. lineup last night. So he wasn't in Wickham's squad last night. Uh, and uh, again, Wonderboy um, had said that he'd agreed wages, he'd agreed his salary, mm-hmm. um, and that we were talking to them about the fee. Um, so we'd supposedly we'd put a Peter Rourke, I think, on Twitter had said we'd put a bid in. And then it, I think it was yesterday he said we'd put another bid in, I believe. Um, 
So there was a couple of people. The reason I explained before about the agent bit, I saw a couple of people on Twitter who were wondering, how would you agree a, a, a wages with a player if you haven't agreed a fee with the club? That's yeah. because that's just not how it works. Unfortunately, it is the, the dark arts say that you go to the agent and agree the wages first. Just that's how it happens. So, so this apparently looks like our guy. Now, I, uh, I, I you know, you might have, I, I'm assuming you've heard this name uh, in your circles. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the interesting thing for me is we've just spent time talking about how we create loads of chances and we need a clinical finisher, right? Yes, yeah. we did. Yes, we did. Um, Brandon Hanlon in his time is before <laughs> signing for Wrexham yes. does not strike me as a clinical finisher is that a fair comment I, you're giggling I hope you agree with me no uh, it's 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 fair because these 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 are the conversations kind of when this when this broke um, you know a couple of days ago or what have you um, that that have been had that we're looking for you know, someone who is a clinical finisher and those types of things, but what he brings. And, and again, this is not my own knowledge. This is me learning as we go and basically regurgitating what I've heard, but regurgitating it from 50 people who know more than I do um, is, you know, what we are lacking up front right now is true pace. And, you know, someone who, you know, is is quicker than Moles, yeah. someone who's obviously quicker than Palmer and Dalby. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got some, you know, some some pace with with, you know, Bix and, and, and Waters. But again, we, we need some real pace up front um, as a combination for whatever assortment of strikers we want to put out. And that's apparently, um, you know, something that that he, he possesses has. and yeah. that Coach Parkey is looking for. Yeah, so he's good. I'm at a good age. He's 26, six yes. footish. You have to yes. be careful with Wikipedia heights. Uh, I say that because <laughs> Wikipedia has Elliot Lee at about five foot eleven or something. So, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, he's not five foot eleven. Uh, so Elliot, Elliot Lee's been on his own Wikipedia. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just just when you look at the stats, um, uh, on the face of it. He doesn't look like an out-and-out goal scorer. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that in the right team, or if he's used Absolutely. in a different way, he won't Absolutely. be that player, does it? Um, so if you look at his Wickham, so he's been at Wickham since 2021, played 75 games, scored nine goals. Um, but I actually saw, I don't know if you saw, there's a video by a Wickham fan who he'd made a little YouTube video. I did. I saw yeah. it yesterday, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I, it's I really forget, well done. I, yeah, I forget the lad's name. Um wasn't moaning that he was leaving or anything like that. It was, <laughs> it was a list. It look, it looks like this Wrexham deal might happen. Wrexham yep. fans, this is what you're going to get. It was analysis um, and it was really yeah, well stated. It was really, well so he was really good. And he, he actually says, listen, in a team with two up top, um, because I think Wickham often play one up top in yep. a team with two up top, actually this fan thought he would, he would thrive and do much better. Um, that he that he would he doesn't kind of fit at Wickham currently the way they play, yeah. Um, yeah. so actually so I think we've it's one of those where we've got to got to we're gonna have to let him get in let him get his feet under the table and Absolutely. then we'll see um, because playing in our team with the amount of chances we create compared to what Wickham might be creating and how they yeah. play sort of different swimming pools absolutely yeah no I agree um, and that's you know to to not to be repetitive, but but to what your point you just made, he 
he analyzed it really well. Again, I, I can't remember his name, but no, I forgot. Um, yeah, it was a great video, and uh, completely agree. It's it's you know when you when you're playing one up top and you're drawing more attention to the box and things like that, uh, as opposed to um, Parky's beloved three five two. You, you you can get a little less attention and, and maybe, you know, find those spaces and, and find those zones that you can get into and create chances for yourself. So just a, a couple of things on the um, on the handling one before we go back to Taylor, because th that's thrown me today that as this 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 rumor that's coming now. Um, so uh, and I will just uh, book it. The Buckinghamshire or Bucks Free Press, I think, is the uh, local rag, uh, is what we would call it. I don't know what uh, you know the local <laughs> newspaper or online. Yes. Um, yep. But there was an interview with the manager last night. Um, yes. So with what you're saying. Yes. This, these are quotes from. Um, oh, I yeah. The, uh, Matt, Matt Bloomfield. Uh, yeah. We, we love him. I love him to bits, but he's, there's obviously a reason he wasn't part of the squad this evening. So, you know, he, this is a manager telling you. It's about as cut and dry as it gets. <laughs> there, is a, there is a potential yeah. deal in place, so we're not going to risk him playing in case he gets injured. Yes. This is what basically is what he's saying. Um, yeah. And obviously they're conscious. They know that people in the digital world know that this deal is, you know, yeah. trying to be made. Um, yeah. But because it's not made yet, he's not going to say it's not, It's you know, uh, he's not going to say it's happened because you, you know if it breaks down, you know you, you don't you never know. But yeah, basically the manager's all but confirmed it. Now I'll tell you what threw me a little bit because I don't know what fee we're paying for uh, for Brandon Hanlon, but I hope uh, Sport Bible are incorrect when they say we've agreed a four hundred thousand <laughs> deal for him um, because I'd sort of read online that <clears throat> half that um, yeah. is is what I'd read. Um, yeah. So this and this is my, just an example. This might just be a good piece of fishing. You put Wrexham in there. You put a massive, you know, four hundred thousand pound deal. Yeah. Get the clicks. Put Paul Mullin replacement in there. Yeah. And it's just going to get clicks, I guess. Uh, but that came up, and I thought that was quite interesting because I almost spat me tea out when I saw that. Uh, I think it's um, you know it's one of those to where the the strikers that that we've been linked with. Um, over the last couple of weeks, the the disproportionate amount of money, just like that, um, you know. I mean, he he at this point he would be our our record signing if, yes. at, at four hundred thousand. So yeah. I I just I don't um, think it's that amount of money, but I could yeah, be I, I I wouldn't imagine this late in the transfer window. It would be uh, because we have. You know, we've been down that road with, with Armstrong, who I mentioned a minute ago, Harrogate. Um, you know, Harrogate tried to squeeze a little bit extra out of us, um, supposedly, was, was the, the rumor that I heard from several people. And yeah. um, we, you know, essentially apparently said no. Um, so I don't think um, Coach Parkey is, is willing to overspend at this point. And I'm not sure if he has to, to be honest with you. So the reason that I brought up that... Uh that wonder boy sort of piece really was that I was like that, um, that kind of hints that like we might bring two forwards in. Uh, I don't understand why, if that's true and we have seen, uh, like let's just, well, let's take it on face value and say it's true. I mean, I don't understand why you would have two forwards at the club today, presumably yeah. doing something medical, yeah. whatever yeah. Uh, agents there talking to finalize deals. I wasn't really expecting that. 
I thought I thought we were going to get probably a best one striker, yeah. and the goalkeeper yeah. is what I thought we were going to do. So, yep. when you hear that now, what are you? Does that shock you? Does it surprise you? What who who who, who goes? I mean, we're, somebody's got to go. We haven't got yeah. any squad places. So, yes, um, it's one of those to where you know. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not big on throwing out names and saying, "Oh, this guy would go out on loan. This guy would go out on loan. This guy would go out on loan." Well, the common consensus was Bickerstaff would go out and get the experience to play on loan, wasn't it? That was hundred percent. Parkinson has said that. So whether you think he should 100%. or he shouldn't, in the club's eyes, they were probably going to do that deal two yeah. weeks ago. Especially if we bring in two strikers, then and now then I think it's inevitable um, that 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 Bickerstaff would be sent out on loan again, which well, somebody else will have to go. Well. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, gonna be a gonna be a winger very likely. Uh, be, um, we're gonna have to make space, but to the two, you know, to um, the, the two strikers, Hanlon at this point, you know, you can't say it's a done deal. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the fact that he wasn't in their lineup last night, wasn't on the bench, and then the 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 post match interview Comments. with their with yeah. their manager. I mean, it it's as good as as good as done. At least with some team, <laughs> maybe, maybe he gets a call before the physical and catches a cab and goes up the road somewhere. Um, but you know, I could see Brandon Han- Brandon Hamlin joining um, very very soon, and that being announced, you know, here in the next twenty four hours, thirty six hours or so. You know, Lyle Thomas, I'll believe it when I see it. You know how those things are. Um, he was supposedly training with us for a week. Taylor, Nothing happened. Anyway. That was uh, Lyle Thomas, Lyle Taylor. Um, and that was, it was three weeks ago, two weeks ago now. Um, and you know, the signing hasn't been announced and then now 48 hours or 50, 50, whatever, 60 hours before, um, you know, the transfer window closes. Now it's popping back up again. The, the, you know, that one, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. It's funny where that one's come from. I, you know, that's caught me it by. Won't go away. Caught me by surprise that one. Has. Yeah. Um. I. My only. I mean, if we assumed that uh, Jake would go and get that experience and go out on loan. Yeah. Um. Who? Who? If and and, and if Parkinson was adamant he's going to bring two strikers in. Is there anybody left from the group, presumably of strikers, that you would feel comfortable with us loaning out, selling, or whatever? Oh. Um, I mean, I mean, you could you could drop a player from another position. You could. I, if we, I don't if see we why bring, you'd have so many strikers on the book. Yeah, I mean, if we bring in two true strikers, then we've got, you know, say Lyle signs. You bring in Hanlon, Moles, Palmer, Dalby. You've got five there. We're talking about Waters, Bickerstaff, um, and and I mean. It's 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 got to be one of the trio if 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 or two of the trio if we bring in two strikers and we're sending two out it's got to be two of the trio of of Bickerstaff Waters and and Dolby. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it sounds harsh to be uh, you know with somebody who's not played so much football. Yeah, given the opportunity, but off what we've bear in mind what we've seen before, it wouldn't surprise me. If it was waters, 
It wouldn't surprise me in the lack of game time and the lack of production. It would surprise me with the wages that he's on right now. That is what would surprise me. Yeah, um, well, if you've got access to that information, that's very interesting. But, <laughs> I haven't seen the contract. No, no, it's being sent to Alabama. Um, I, I've just, I, I've, again, heard, you know, rumors being what they are, but yeah. several, several, several people, um, you know, that that's, have heard numbers thrown around and those types of things yeah. from, um, you know, some folks closely, close to the club. Um have said a couple of times they'd be super, super surprised if Waters was sit out um, just because of the amount of money he's on right now. I just, I, it just doesn't make any sense for it to be anybody else to me. But we'll it see. doesn't make Let's sense see. for. I, I don't want to see Dolby leave. Um, well, I, I think it's, he's very young, got a lot of potential. Um, and and if we're bringing in Hanlon and you know Lyle, is it Thomas? Taylor. Taylor. Why do I keep calling Thomas? <laughs> uh, Lyle Taylor. Um, those are two strikers who, you know, they're not the big guys that we need in those complimentary roles. That's Palmer and Dalton. So now you've got Lyle Taylor, Hamlin, and Moles, who are, you know, the pacey, quicker guys um, that can draw attention away from the bigger physical guys. So it would, it would, I'd be very surprised if it was Dalby. Um, yeah. But, again, we will, uh, we will see what transpires, my friend. Yeah, because obviously that, that, uh, you know, Wonder Boy's posting what he's what he's be, been told or seen. Yeah. yeah. Um. Obviously, that info could be incorrect. So absolutely. You know, the fact that there's two of them there could be totally could be totally off the off from the start. So it's chatter about nothing, isn't it? Um, absolutely. But which, if it which is we true, all love to do. <laughs> but yeah. But if it is true, then that's very very interesting. Um, yes. Uh, so it could be uh, it could be an interesting couple of days. Tune in and catch our exclusive match previews on the Racecourse Ramble podcast, your ultimate guide to Wrexham AFC. So we have got two games to think about uh, very briefly, but we'll go more in detail, I guess, more in detail on one of them. Uh, so on Saturday, we rock up away to Tranmere Rovers. So uh, a long time rival, uh, 30, 40 minutes up the road. Uh, and... Uh, what will be a test, even though they've not had a brilliant start, um, that will be a, a test of our squad. Um, so they've got three points at the moment from their five games and sitting 21st. But what happens with games like this historically is like, because it is a bit of a rival, almost like a derby match. I know Chester really is, is, yeah. is but it's not a million yeah. miles away from being that type of game. A uh, form goes out the window is the cliche saying that uh, yep. that, that we get because um, if they get a win they get six points that might kickstart a bit of a run for them um, you know they'll be desperate not to let the uh, you know we've had so much oh, stick yeah. off Tranmere fans yes. uh, about the takeover and our little old Wrexham so uh, it will be so this will be a really interesting game um, and I, I, you you won't recall this but on one of the one of the podcasts we've done before. Um, I think it was the first one back that we did, uh, or at the end of last season, perhaps when we were talking about games we were looking forward to. Tranmere mm, was one of my games. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it was one of the games I was really excited about because of uh, you know I think back to uh, some of our better times we've played Tranmere quite regularly. So you know they have been there. Uh, it it has been a, a fairly 
well-played match. And we've done a bit of business to and from the clubs as well. Players have gone to and from. Uh, latterly, Tranmere took a few from us more than us taking them from them. But uh, yeah. times, have, times have changed. Um, so we rock up. There'll be 900 Wrexham fans in, a, in the away end. Uh, they've what? They've scored eight, conceded nine. Uh, they sit in 21st, three points. On paper, we look to be in a better position. Oh, yeah. What's your thoughts? It, I mean, it, you know, that's a team that I think they've lost four out of their last five, I believe. Yeah. Is it they've lost four out of five? I don't know I mean, how they they're... did in the cup, but in the league anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, on the ropes a bit. It, it's it's for me, it's you know, which which team defensively shows up for us? Is it um, <laughs> yeah. you know, do, do, <laughs> I I have no doubt that we um you know, have the have more quality than them and can put more past them than they can put more, you know, put past us. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's it's which defense shows up. Does Boyle continue to get better? Um, you know, does Tozer get a blow? Does um, is Hayden all right after last night's match? I need to talk about that. I don't know if you saw yeah, the tweets that's... that I I saw a tweet. Yeah. Um, where. Uh, sorry to Comes interrupt off, you. Points but, at his leg. No, you're good. Yeah, so that's that. If I didn't say it, I might forget about it. And it was quite. Yeah. So I never saw that at the time. I expected him to go off because I didn't expect him to play 90 minutes. He went off after yeah. 60, 70 minutes, something. Yeah. So I just thought that would be a, a what we would call a pre-planned substitute. So Phil Parkinson would have said, "Give me an hour, and then I'll get you off." Depending on how the game's going, we might bring a, a midfielder on or attacker on, or we might just bring a defender on. So he got replaced by O'Connell, I think it was. Um, but yeah, then I saw this, it was only this morning that I saw that, that somebody had said that as he'd went off, he was pointing at his leg as if to say, like, he's come off because he's got a a problem. Now that might not be, it's quite common that is in football for players to to get niggles when they come back after long term injury. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So you will see, we do see a little bit of that. Uh, So that could, he could be in training today. The flip side of that, you could be having a scan today about something, and it just that would just sum yeah. up our start. Yeah. It'd be like that yeah. would be typical if he's out for you know two yeah. or three weeks, month, whatever. Um, but that so that's that the point you make there is really important. Uh, yeah. I thought you know that's uh, yeah, it, and it may be one of those to where you know he could be coming off to the side pointing at the training staff. We, you, you, we don't know, you know, yeah. pointing at the physio. Um, saying, Hey, I need, you know, I need help with this. I'm, I'm cramping, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had uh, a couple of people who were at the match last night posted the WhatsApp group right after the match was over yeah. saying they saw that, um, you know, Hayden, um, again, he wasn't crawling off. He wasn't necessarily hobbling off. Um, but he, he came off, he stayed down, um, for a little while. And then when he was subbed, excuse me, um, was, yeah, kind of pointing at his leg or ankle, knee, somewhere around there, and, um, you know, kind of giving at least the appearance that there was an issue, yeah. um, which is unfortunate because obviously he's, um, you know, some of our fans joke and, and say that he's made of, you know, baked bread and those types of things. So crackers. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Or crackers. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But no, you know, this weekend, um, obviously huge match Saturday. Um, it's it's for me. It's which which defense shows up. Is Hayden, yeah, right. is Hayden okay? Does he get more minutes? Is, he's not going to be fully match fit um, because you know, he's first first match back. 
Yeah. Um, so how many minutes does he get? Does he sub out early? Those types of things. Is he okay after last night? Is, um, you know, O'Connell back in? And again, I've talked about this a hundred times now. Is Tom O'Connor back in midfield? Is he yeah. protecting our center halves? Is he protecting those back three and helping the wingers out? Um, and, and for me, that's when we play better defense. Um, I don't want to see Andy Cannon in front of our back three. I don't yeah. think that plays to his strengths. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 which defense again shows up on on Saturday. Perfect. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I I agree wholeheartedly your with your wise words. Um, so my unwise words is that I would not. <laughs> I whether you think he's the better player or not, or makes us better or not, given where he's coming back from injury, I wouldn't expect to see Hayden on Saturday. Per, that's just me guessing. Sure. Um, I think uh, O'Connell will come back in. Um, but then you don't know what injuries we're going to get this week in training. Knocks and stuff, do you? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just my gut feeling. Is they're, giving out, they're giving him a good hour. Let's assume that he isn't injured for a second, right? Uh, or it's nothing serious. Yeah. Um, they might give him another run out, perhaps in that uh, cup game next week. Yes. Um, it, you know, give him a bit of recovery. Perhaps put him on the bench in case you need him. Uh, set pieces late on or something, um, but I personally think I think we'll see a, we'll be back to back to full strength. Um, yeah. So my guess, uh, I think you've called it perfectly. My guess is that Howard Howard will stay in goal. Yeah. Now, interestingly, even if we sign a goalkeeper, I would start Mark Howard in goal this weekend. I think it's very unfair to throw a goalkeeper in with very little no training. Shot. No now, shot. Interestingly. The yeah. caveat to that, I mean, we did this with Ben Foster, if you remember, though, but we just threw him in. Um, yeah, but vastly experienced 30, prem 40 year old that came from the Prem as opposed yeah, to yeah. Ben, ben yeah. Garrett. I mean, yeah. that's vast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, but because I, I, you know, that's just my opinion as well. I, I don't think you can start Garrett, uh, Garrett if he does sign. Uh, sure. so Howard goes in goal, Mendy plays left. I think our, our three is our three is Toza, Boyle, O'Connell. I wonder whether he might swap it up at right wing back again because when we went away to Barrow, he brought Ford back in. I, I just would. wonder whether he would do. I think I, I would. would. I would. Yeah, because of the experience of the player and because you want to be defensively more solid. And I think yeah. Ford is defensively slightly better than Barnett. A little bit better. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, O'Connell and Young and Lee has to be the midfield unless there's any injuries. Um, 100%. And then you get up front, and I don't. I, I mean, we might have six strikers on the books. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's yeah. going on. Uh, um, my gut feeling is that Palmer will start. I'm not sure who starts with him. Do you? Do, because we, uh, believe it or not, teams seem more willing to throw a striker in. Uh, if they've bought one, than they would a goalkeeper. So it kind of yeah. contradicts what I've said about the goalkeeper. Just history tells you that they will. The flip side is it could just be Bickerstaff again and a striker, one of the new boys on the bench. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I think because obviously, like Bickerstaff is the form player to play alongside. Yeah. But there's no way you can be still at the club if we bring two strikers in. We are going to have to loan him out. Is is my my head is telling me that that you know? Yes. So I've got no idea who's going to play up from with, with Ollie yeah. Palmer, but Ollie Palmer will start, and with somebody else. 
it yeah. could it might be Dave Jones. I don't know. It could be anybody. But I like it, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's one of the if if we it's gonna it's funny because it's gonna depend on the end of the transfer window. So yeah. depend on what happens in the next again 60 ish hours. Um, if we sign two, yeah. if it is, um, why can I not remember Taylor. Lyle's last name? Taylor. Taylor. Well, who is Lyle Thomas? There's a Lyle <laughs> Thomas in my life somewhere, a football coach or a player or something that I have an affinity for. Lyle Taylor, Christ on high. If we sign Lyle Taylor and we sign uh, Brandon Hanlon, I, I, again, unless we unless we double loan out a winger, two wingers, or a winger and a midfielder, I just don't see, um, unfortunately for young Jake, I don't see how he's at the club, um, um, you know, past, past this week after the transfer window closes. If we only sign one, yep. I think it's Bickerstaff and Palmer starting against Tranmere on yeah. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. The only difference, the only difference anywhere else on the pitch um, is I think if McLean is back fully fit, yeah, and he is, you know, not match fit because again he's missed multiple yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, get it. I think if James is back match or uh, um, um, you know, fit enough after after the cup match last night, um, I think he starts from India at left wing. Okay, right, that's interesting. Um, yeah, again, a, a similar thing. I I understand exactly the why you say it. I understand why you would potentially do it. Um, I get that. I just wonder where I just. In my my head says give somebody a bit of football, then let him rest and recover, then use him again, give him ninety minutes in the cup game. Yeah. But the flip side is Parky might go. He's got so much experience. Exactly. So potentially such a weapon that left foot. Let's start him, and if we need exactly. to change him, change him later on. So I say it for yeah. I say it for two reasons. If we're going to change forward for Barnett at right wing, be more defensive. Fine. Completely agree with that, especially on the road. Yeah. Bring in a guy like James McLean, who can virtually be the best of both worlds for us, offensively yeah. and defensively. Yeah, we we spent four hours earlier talking about who scores our goals and are we relying on moles too much. Yeah. Now you've got a guy who dropped down divisions and has experience from levels above, who has a very, very talented left foot on him, who can be a goal scorer yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no so my thing is if he's fit, bring him in. Let's let's uh let him let him put a shift in. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that there's somebody that will rile up the Tranmere fans uh, because uh, you know he is. That That's sh- the other reason. That shush <laughs> that he did to the Bradford fans is surely enough already that he yeah. clearly is going to revel in uh, some of these waste in some of these yeah. environments. Um, That's fair. So yeah, I mean, I'm hoping. I don't. I, I've got a feeling this could be like a three-two Wrexham win. Uh, I think I, I've got no confidence in us keeping clean sheets at the moment. So I don't no. think, you know, um, no. our record at the moment says that that isn't going to happen. Um, although, you know, this Saturday could prove wrong. Uh, but we'll score, we, you know, we also create a lot of chances. So um, no. I, I'm, I think we're going to win. And I think it, I don't think it's a 1 0 win. I think it's 3 2. It's, it's some yeah. 5 3. It's something bonkers, I reckon. Yeah. That's my prediction. I, I, yeah, I, I uh, was talking about this last night as well, and uh, I said 2-1. Yeah. 2-1 Wrexham. We go on the road and take three points away from Tranmere. And again, like you said earlier, um, Chester's the rival, but Tranmere has, has been there for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah. And there is going to be um, – I think it's going to be a pretty, you know, physical game. 
pretty, uh, you know, pretty chippy and those types of things very early. And that's going to be led on, obviously, by the fan bases. So, you know, yeah, fundamentals out the window. Earlier kickoff. Um, yeah. So it's a 12.30 kickoff. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a police move, that, to make sure people yeah. aren't drinking all day to yeah. uh, b- before kickoff. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, yeah. It's uh, It's got... It's, uh, it's got a ring to the sort of Oldham game of last year to it. You know, there was a lot of a lot of beef uh, in and around the stadium before and that's after. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fair. A lot, of, a lot of riot police around, and uh, yeah. I've got a feeling this could be similar. Um, yeah. Um, but obviously, we're both predicting a win. Uh, and we, and we, I think both of us think that we're unlikely to keep a clean sheet, but we'll outscore them. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the that's the summary. I mean, we're either, you know, when you do predictions, especially how many goals is the other team going to score, you're either going off history or you're just going off a whim. And I, I you know, clean sheets are difficult to come by in general. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I, I don't see us doing that currently. Um, okay. And part of that's also the quality of the league too. You know, we're, yeah, we're yeah. playing, we're playing strikers and midfielders who can do things with the ball that we haven't seen the last yeah. Yeah, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. You know? no, fair comment. Um, so let's just touch on. So on Tuesday we've got we're back in the we're back in the uh, pizza trophy cup. I forget what it's called. Uh, that's how good it is. Uh, and we're playing a Newcastle under twenty one side. So that might be interesting. Like, we'll just touch on it briefly because obviously right. there's this football to happen before then. So it's too hard to predict yeah. uh, specifics and lineups and stuff. But um, is there what sort of team do you think we might see in that? Do you think? So, for instance, does McNicholas get a game? Hundred percent. If you does he get the game, even if you buy another keeper this week? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yes. You still play him. Give him a chance to, yes. to uh, get yes. some football. Okay. Um, the the if and to specifically to answer that question, Matt, it's a great question. I was thinking about this this morning. One, I could not give a shit less about the cup, any trophy, any cup. Don't care. League yeah. over everything. Club over country, et cetera, et cetera. If, if, if there is a change, if we bring in Ben Garrett, if we bring in whoever, whoever. yeah, Foster comes out of retirement again, <laughs> I still give McNicholas the start okay. to see what he has. Okay. And to see, because, you know, Garrett being a free agent, being older and those types of things, there's going to be some semblance of, okay, this is what we have. He's played in the EFL. He's yeah. got, over 300 appearances. McNicholas was playing in another country, playing in another completely separate, you know, I don't yep. want to say less less talent and, and, and things like that. But if you're going to come in and be a League Two keeper and potentially, because of his age, be our, you know, guy of the future, we need to see what he has. Yep. And, and, you know, what we essentially, I mean, I know he's on loan until January, but if he's worth anything, you know, we buy him, those types of things. Yeah. So for me, this is the perfect time when you're playing, you know, yeah. Newcastle's under 21s. Correct. I throw him in. Um, a lot of people are going to say, no, let's make a run while we've got the talent, those types of things. Start Howard. I start McNicholas. I give, um, you know, if it's me going against Newcastle's under 21s, I'm throwing out, uh, you know, Bickerstaff's going to be in there. Dolls is going to be in there. If he's still here. Uh, if. If, if he, yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on who's here, who's available on yeah. Tuesday. Uh, but I'm going to play a, a pretty changed side there. So the likes of a Macalinden, 
Oh yeah, maybe a, Mc, again, this is, it's all hypothetical on Uzi. Of course, yes. Yeah. But Hosanna, McFadden, uh, Hosanna at centre back. Say that again. Hosanna at centre back. Uh, Tony Cliff though, Tony Cliff in in reality, Tony yeah. Cliff might come in. Sure. Um, some of those players who need some match fitness and we don't see very often. 100%. Let's get them in uh, and uh, give them the give them the game time and see where For we me, go. Yeah. And see where we go. No, I agree. I, yep. you know, I agree. Yep. Um, you know, yep. I, I think, uh, I, I think it makes sense because, like you say, you've got to, you know, you've got to make decisions on some of these people. Uh, Absolutely. You know, some of them will be coming out to the end of contracts at the end of the year, like yep. you say about McNicholas. You've got to make decisions in January. Yep. So uh, you know, you've got to give them, you've got to give them the chance and see the see how they see how they come up in the test, haven't you? Absolutely. Um, so again, like you, I'm not bothered. It'd be you know, if we get a win and you know carry on, great. Um, uh, well, it's it's more like a groupy thing. Um, so if we get a win, that's great. But I'm not overly fussed, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've got tickets, so I'm going. Um, no awesome. doubt, it won't be televised. I've no idea. We'll 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 see how that one falls. I guess what we have uh, <laughs> with these cup games. So um, so yeah. But tra- all about Saturday for me. That Tranmere game, yes. I think, is, uh, is very tasty. Yes. Um, right. Well, I think we've covered everything and more. <laughs> Good. We have we have fixed it. the world, um, and we shall we'll, in, we'll 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 go away. We'll play a couple of games, and we'll see how your file facts or diary is for next week or whatever and whoever else. We'll see if we can get some some others on, and we'll reconvene and do this again, shall we? Inevitably, over the last three hours, we have gotten absolutely nothing right. <laughs> that is our job: is to get everything wrong. And then Saturday say, oh, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I nearly said that is, is the class. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say him. I was going to pick him. Yeah, that was my lineup. Just no, let's do it again soon, my friend. Matt, always a pleasure. Jones and his best made Mickey 
was a druid He loved Cymru And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far afield Like Trinidad We've had great players And some who drove us mad We've seen the love Back in the football league 